Welcome to Warhammer, the grim world of perilous adventure. We present The Enemy Within, the classic campaign from Games Workshop for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. While the time of Sigmar has passed into legend, and the orcish hordes are still held in check, a new threat has emerged within the Empire. But this threat is far more menacing, because instead of a direct confrontation, it is an unseen force creeping through the cracks of the human spirits, turning one corruptible soul at a time towards its insidious plague. Join a motley group of inexperienced fortune seekers as they embark on an adventure for fame and personal gain. But this journey will bring them face to face with the denizens lurking just beneath the surface of the old world. Will they be able to pry off the mask that obscures the truth? Or will their inevitable descent into death and madness be too quick, leaving the true story untold? Join us as we begin The Enemy Within. Okay, so what happened last week was that uh, Brutus went up front and noticed that there was a overturned coach around the bend from you folks, and... Uh, kind of returned and told you guys about it, and uh, that got Zed to kind of sneak up there, but his, uh, his stealth kind of failed him a little bit, and uh, although they were quite preoccupied, um, he, he was spotted anyway, and uh, he he came back and let you know that there was quite a few of them around the bend. Uh, then you guys basically went up there as a group through the forest and tried to surprise them a little bit, but... Uh, you got a little bit of a jump on them, um, and fighting through the forest was kind of good because it took away their uh, um, ability to shoot at you. I guess it also took away your ability to shoot at them a little bit. But uh, and then a large battle and scrum ensued between a group of just sort of uh, mutated humans and you all, and uh, a... Uh, Assumed to be mutated humans. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The mutated and the... And the eventually mutated. So, um, uh, yeah, and uh, what kind of happened there was, well, Manny took a pretty big blow um, and, and from this guy with this huge two-handed club. And in addition, the rest of the group was uh, kind of fighting back and forth. Some uh, incredibly strong uh, magic darts went off. I think we need to rename that spell like Magic Ballista or something like that. Call me Nigel the Slayer. <laughs> and the rest of the group was playing like incredibly wussy too. Yeah, I've never seen so many like strike defensively and parrying. I know it was bloody game. I'll be doing that the entire damn time. Yeah, that's how you get a thirty-eight-year-old marine. <laughs> Guarded attack, parrying stance. <laughs> I definitely know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I almost had to be the one to kill him because nobody else was really trying. Yes, well, Ulrich except was, for Triax, who was rolling awful. Yeah, um, right. And uh, well, luckily Ulrich was with you, and uh, yeah, you pretty much single-handedly took out uh, the guy with the bestial head and uh, did pretty good damage to to the others. Um, unfortunately, Zed was not quite so lucky, and uh, he. He took a significant blow 
And, um, um, yeah, he, he lost the campaign's first state point. So, um. Oh, I almost forgot, uh, uh, Manny is also Odin in San Diego. Did you take a critical hit? Yeah, he took a critical oh. hit. Um. Do you remember what your critical was? I don't assign a full insanity point for every critical hit. Oh. Uh, it was a very... He had to drop his weapon. Ah. Okay, that's half an insanity point. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. You, get, it, it just, point. you should just double insanity points. Uh, you could, but I don't bother. I mean, yeah, you could just double them and then that would be one, but... Blah. Um, I don't know, in a way, half kind of sounds better because it's just it's so minor. I mean, I don't know how you get an insanity point for... You pull your arm back just in time. Like, how does that... I don't know. Anyway, so that's why half sounds like it's small. Anyway. Um, so uh, so that all went down. And I wanted to talk about um, fate points a little bit because we used one, but Wade is not here to listen to my spiel. Maybe I'll... I'll just tell him later. I'll tell tell you guys a little bit. So I was just kind of looking back over the fate point rules afterwards since we did spend the first fate point. And, um, you know, basically in the rule book, the way it works is that a fate point gets you out of a situation that would have otherwise killed you. Um, and in addition, uh, I have an old rule from the original system, which is a fate point can make any die roll any result as if you had rolled it naturally. And you can wait till after a die roll. To change oh, its result so with a fate point. No, I, I look actually looked back at it the way he he was going to need a full fate point no matter what. I mean, he could have spent um, a fate point to reduce the to reduce the critical hit to like they rolled zero one on the critical, but that still would have been pretty devastating because it was a really big um, uh, hit that he took. Yeah, he was at like negative nine or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. It was. Yeah, plus eight, plus so nine in that range. Uh, As we discovered, yes. Um, at least on the sudden death chart. On the sudden death chart, it does. It's actually. I'm looking at plus nine is a six. You're you're just. You, he would have been crushed if he had spent it the other way, but he would not have been killed. Um, so it's better to just spend it, and then you're just fine. So I'm just talking a little bit about how fate points work since we spent one. You also last want to time. mention yeah. it's in the black book, but. You can spend half a fate point for a bunch of different things. Right, that's the, exactly. That's, that's what I was going to. That's the other point I wanted to make was that uh, half a fate point does something. It's that's the sort of rule that I've added, which is uh, you can do some things with half a fate point, and sometimes by spending half a fate point, you can get out of spending a full fate point. So you can spend half a fate point, kind of for half that effect, you can get um, like halfway down a chart, or you can um, on on a failed roll, you can re-roll with a fortune point with a half a fate point you can make your roll just barely. So say you needed a, um, a 33 to pass a test, and you fail, you try a fortune point, it doesn't work, you can then spend half a fate point, and it's like you rolled a 33, like you rolled right on it. Um, if you send a fate point, it's like you rolled zero one. So if that's really helpful for you, you might want to spend the full fate point. But half a fate point will let you succeed at any test. Um, and then there's... There's a, uh, that's that's basically what it does. It's kind of like half of, you know, you could think of it like a plus 40 or something like that. But anyway, that's half a fate point. I'd also suggest that everybody read the 
section in the book on fortune points if you haven't already, because they do more than just let you re-roll dice. I have a question on combat actions, on the attacks, like, like and the stances. Uh-huh. Can you tell when your opponent is doing, like, an all-out attack? Um, an all-out attack? Well, that he can't very dodge, yeah, you can tell. I mean, if you were, uh... Under normal circumstances, I would say yes. You guys were fighting at nighttime or something. I might say that you need a perception test to really figure it out. Like, I mean, I would think like, can like a student or a rat catcher tell? I would. I don't think you need to be a trained fighter. I mean, like if somebody takes like a huge swing at you, you kind of see they're out of position. It's not like you. I wouldn't tell you like which combat action he took, but I might tell you he's not going to be able to dodge or parry. You know, that might it's that might be obvious, and that would be obvious to most people. But I would say that if if, uh, you know, if, if you were in a situation where you couldn't see them very well, like at night or something, then no, you wouldn't know necessarily what, you know, if you were like kind of fighting in the dark or something, maybe not. But in general, yeah, you can tell. So our opponents will be able to tell when we use, yeah. like, guarded attack versus all-out attack? Yeah, they can tell. I mean, if they, if, they, if they care. I mean, like, the guys you were fighting were, I mean, they weren't mindless, but they weren't, like, trained fighters. So I wasn't using that information to, to, to uh, um, figure out who to attack. Though, if you use the the action where you don't make any attacks and you go, you know, completely defensive, I think almost anything would avoid attacking you if they had a good other target. Yeah. Just because you're just so defensive, it's very obvious okay. that they would probably go after somebody else at that point. Um, anyway, so uh, well, that's all our actions from here on out. Defensive stance. Well, then my defensive stance. Oh, yeah, then I'm defensive. You think I'm not going to defensive stance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what happened last week. That's a, you just named exactly what happened last week. Yeah. Well, uh, it, there's another um, thing I wanted to mention as I'm as I uh, think back to last session is that um, the the overturned carriage that you guys encountered. I actually drew it in the wrong direction. It was actually headed in the same direction that you guys were going. Um, just FYI. So it was the one we missed. Not necessarily. Um, well, I didn't say it was. It was the Four Seasons coach, and it was heading north. And since the one that had left the previous day would have had to drive past it to get to Altdorf. It must have been that same coach. Yeah, it has to be. Unless there's. It doesn't have to be if you think about it. I mean, the other one. there could be, a, you mean, you guys have passed many, like, roads joining this road. Yeah, it could have come, it could have come from one of those. I was under the impression or, that there was pretty much one road out or from Nome. There's one major road, but there's lots of side roads that could come from another village, uh, from a smaller village. But wouldn't the coach that started in Nome and head to Outdoor pretty much pass that one, that coach every single time? Why would it? I'm not sure why it would pass it. Because, well, wouldn't it pass that spot where the overturned coach was? Yes, it would pass that spot. So, the, and there was a four season coach that left the previous day from Nolan to Outdoor. Correct. So, that coach would have had to drove driven past the coach. That unless was the incident happened after that coach passed by. So, unless it happened that morning, I suppose that's possible. Um, but it seems unlikely. Right, because we know that that coach probably passed that spot in the afternoon of the previous day. Correct. So either that coach wasn't there, in which case, sometime between the afternoon of the previous day and the afternoon of this day, it would have had to ha- happen, mm-hmm. or it was just was that coach. Correct. Yes, one of those two things must be well, true. It seems like more likely that it was that coach than another Four Seasons coach passed it that same day yeah. and got ambushed. You can draw your own conclusions. Okay. Um, so, let's see. Uh, then some 
road wardens showed up just in the anti nick of time. As, uh, just in time to prevent us from looting the body. <laughs> just in time to steal your loot. Exactly. Um, Forget ninjas. <laughs> um, and uh, escorted you folks up to uh, another coaching inn, which is where you guys ended up. Um, then you uh, booked in. Did you guys book rooms yet? I'm not sure if you paid for your rooms yes, yet. Yes, um, so. and Brutus definitely paid for their room. Okay, so you guys booked rooms at the next coaching inn, and you met up with a uh, dairy farmer and his uh, 14-year-old son and his 18-year-old daughter as they were bringing in some cheese uh, and milk products from their farm, and I think a couple of you actually bought some. We like split a wheel or something, right? Oh, you skipped over like the most important thing that happened last session. What's that? You know, the whole me finding Brutus's double. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Good no, thing it's not that important. Nah, meaningless. <laughs> meaningless. Oh yes. So yes, one of the yes. How do I forget that? Um, one of the uh, yeah, one of these one of these slain uh, merchants from the carriage that you found looked exactly like Brutus, and he had some very interesting um, paraphernalia on him as far as uh, he had this folio with some interesting documents that seemed to talk about an inheritance. Um, and so you guys quickly pocketed that, and um, um, yeah, so, gosh, I don't know how I would have uh, forgot the most important thing. <laughs> All right, thank you. So, uh, moving right along, um, you Booked some, uh, in, some a night at the inn, and um, uh, yeah, that's that's about it, I guess. Uh, and I had a small conversation. You had a small with conversation with Ernst, but I'll, I'll I'll leave that off the record. Um, and uh, that's about it. Yeah. There you are, sir. I guess Jeremy and I are just taking turns. Do I get the full 20? Um, sure. Is it possibly. the next day? Uh, no, not yet. It's the, the um, early evening in, in, in the inn. In the early evening. So I'm not in the common room because I'm busy doing other things. Right. So, uh... I'll get the music going. So, uh, yeah, this, this, this is, uh... Yeah, kind of a less busy inn than the one you guys were in previously. There's a few people here. There's um, uh, basically there's two tables of folks. There's a table with three merchants on it, and there's a table with um, the um, with the dairy farmer and his two kids uh, have their own table. And uh, then there's then there's you guys and Philippe as as per usual is trying to uh, get a game of cards going. Yeah, I'll play with him. We're about to cross off the third day, right? Yes, as soon as the next morning happens, we'll be crossing off the third day. Okay. Um, well, he is he is able to uh, get a couple of the merchants in, in on a game, if, you're, if, if anyone's interested. Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, he says, Ah, yes, you, Marine, you are always ready for a game, eh? Oh, yes. Well, uh, shall we play cards today or more dice? Uh, let's play more dice. Uh, well, I, I enjoy the cards more, but uh, dice is fine. <laughs> pulls out some, pulls out the dice, and uh, uh, perhaps uh, two shilling. Okay. All right. Two shilling. I did just give you seven. 
You gave me seven? Yeah. That's true. So you I have a little enough. bit of spending money. <laughs> Gambling money. Not much. <laughs> um, okay, so we're... Um, so this is a gambling test, and you'll give me your degree of success or failure. Okay. That doesn't look very good. Um, oh, I have to roll high, right? Rolling high is good. No. No, you're trying to make for a cards. You're trying to make for, oh, for, for cards. For cards, is a different sort of test. <laughs> for cards, I'm using the uh, Warhammer version one system. For <laughs> dice, I'm using the version two. Okay, I've so failed by quite a bit. Okay, uh, Philippe just succeeded. How did the merchants do? Ooh, one of the merchants takes it down quite quite handily. I lose two. Sure. Yep. Again. All right. So that you know the game takes a little bit. That took about you know 15 minutes of uh, of time in the end, and uh, he happily takes all ones that game. It's like no yakis. Yeah. Philippe, Philippe gives you a pointer. So it's, uh, when you're lucky, that's a bad day. Uh, I know what I'm doing. I played 10,000 times. All right, let's just try again. Uh, that's so nice. I failed by one order of magic. Um, all right, that same merchant wins again. Damn. Uh, Philippe starts uh, kind of giving him a dirty look. It's like, <laughs> what's he's going on here? <laughs> starts looking carefully over his dice. All right, one more time. All right. Is that cocky? No. That is unfortunately for you. That was cocky. <laughs> that is cocky. Uh, Philippe has the best hand, but he only has one degree of success. Okay, all right, Philippe finally uh, has a smile on his face. Ah! I'm not to play this game after all. Um, so that takes about an hour overall. As, uh, okay. You guys play some games. Um, one of the merchants, uh, the one who won the money, um, kind of uh, chuckles to himself, and he heads back over to, to his to uh, to his table. Um, Philippe well, says... I just don't have it tonight. <laughs> Philippe says... Uh, uh, one game of cards before uh, we we turn in for the night. Sure. He says, uh, "I have a slight, uh, slight wrinkle to this game. Uh, this is how we play uh, back in Bretonia." So uh, he starts describing the game, but it's a kind of it's very similar to the game that you already play, which is kind of a rummy style game where you build a hand by drawing and discarding. Um, but unlike rummy, you don't wait for a hand and go out. It's a certain number of draws, and then whoever has the best hand. Like, everybody reveals and you win. He's, but the wrinkle that he describes is that uh, if you wish, before you reveal your hand, you can take back uh, two of your... Um, so if you if, so if you're betting two shillings, you can take one back, and then you're just out, and you and you can't win. But if you if you want to be in, then you reveal your hand. So if so, if then the the best hand who stayed in wins. If the if the overall best hand pulled their pulled their bet back, then they have to pay everybody. Gotcha. So that's uh, that's what he describes. The merchant sounds interested, and so uh, I guess there's four of you playing. Okay. Okay. So we roll high. Uh, yeah, it's just you roll. Um, you roll high. Yeah, you roll high and you add half your int score. If you have gamble, you add your full int score. Okay. Oh, so we will roll. Of course, now I start rolling, though. 
terrible. <laughs> All right. The, the, the merchant the merchant pulls his bet back, and Philippe does not. Uh, I will Philippe says, you better pull it back, Brutus. This is, this is a good hand. I see the look on your face. Oh, that's a stone-cold blood. His hand is terrible. Wait, did, are there four guys? There's, there's three of you. There's three of us? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll pull it back. No way! Alright, he flips his hand up. He has one of the best hands you can get. Uh, he said, ah, I was telling you the truth. This time and next time I will not. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, 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 the farmer starts to kind of look interested. And, oh, I, he, he, he seems to have uh, heard of this game, and he, he sits down to play with you guys for a hand if you want to try again. Okay. So he says, ah, oh, we do four shillings this time. Will you, what do you say? Four shillings. Fine. <laughs> The farmer, the farmer looks at all the money that you just gave him for cheese, and he's like, ah, "Sure, let's do it." <laughs> we gave him like four pennies. Yeah, we gave pennies. Well, that's, that's that's it. No, he looks at all the pennies that the innkeeper gave him uh, for all the milk. All right. All right. So, he, so then the farmer rolls, and then one of the merchants is with you. Uh, that's interesting. They got almost the same result, but the uh, farmer pulls his bet back, and the uh, actually you, you need to you actually make the decision in private. Okay, I will keep my bet. Okay. Um, so uh, one of the merchants keeps his keeps his bet in, and the farmer pulls it back, and uh, Philippe leaves it in, and he has a this is intelligence. It's like an eighty something. His intelligence is an eighty something. Plus, his intelligence plus his role is oh, an eighty something. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Can you beat something in the eighties against yes. like upper eighties? I can beat something in the upper eighties. Okay, then you win. Uh, I got an eighty nine. Okay, so you. I rolled a sixty three. So you win four, eight, nine, ten. Is your is your, is your profit? Yeah. All right, I'm back to even. Actually, I'm up a little. Well, yeah, that was the that was a, the yeah, a pretty high six game. Yeah, it's the high six game. So. Uh, I was hustling all of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm letting you win the dice. Just kidding. I just got lucky. All right, Felicia's eyes. One more time. All right. Awesome. All right. They're all they're all ready to play game. They have fun. I will keep my bet in. And I'm totally stone-faced about it. <laughs> um, oh, that's kind of a check. That's probably a gamble check to see how good your poker face is. Um, <laughs> um, you know, you're not totally sure, but Flip did something. Like, as he flipped over his hand, it's almost like he added an extra card or something, but you couldn't really see it. What? So, totally something, like something, something odd happened. I, <laughs> you don't really know what he did, but his hand looks legitimate. It's just, a, it's a pretty good one though. Okay. But you, you saw something was fishy, like the way it flipped. Like maybe he added a card. 95? Huh? Is it a ninety-five? What, what's his, what's his? His total is it ninety-five? Uh, let's see. It's one oh five. Mine is also one oh five. Really? Yep. So you guys flip over basically the identical hands and chop uh, it up and chop it up. And he says, uh, "Well, uh, we could, uh, yeah, sure. It's the last game of the night. We will keep it friendly, huh?" <laughs> so uh, he uh, he starts dividing in half. So that's um, the other two pulled their bets back. 
So I get two. So you get two, two, yeah. Okay. This is ours. This is that's that's enough. That's, that's, that's quite a lucky hand from you, Philippe. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> Philippe gets lucky at least once a night. At least once, huh? Yes. He okay. uh, he packs up. He packs up the cards and starts uh, heading up, heading up for uh, heading up to retire for for the evening. I will also retire for the evening. All right. Uh, the. Uh, All right, so that's it. Um, the next morning comes along. I wanted to spend 100 uh, experience points with getting a wound. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Oh, yeah, I want to spend 100 and gain very resilient. Sure. It's better than one, whatever it is. <laughs> it seems like it makes you much tougher. It's five it toughness. Five, five toughness? Does that get you a toughness bonus? No, it gets me to 35. Ah. Oh, man. What, does that, five what does that do? Bonus. Do you also have five toughness? Or do you have a toughness upgrade? No, I don't. How are, no. It, it gives me five percentage more on toughness tests. Oh, okay. Which I think are going to be very relevant to this character. <laughs> if last session is any indication at yes, all. Yes, you, you are making toughness <laughs> tests uh, with some regularity, it seems like. Uh, if you in the book, So when do we regain wounds? Is it... Okay, so you need to rest for 12 hours to regain a wound. So you guys, you guys showed up in the afternoon, so it'll be 12 hours before, by the time you push off. Can I have him watch over me? Uh, yeah, you can, you can tend to yourself with the, if you want to, if you want to use, if you want to, if... You said, like, in the robot, you said you have to have another person trained to tend. Right, you can tend to yourself, though, with that, yeah. Oh, okay. It's fine, you can, you can apply the ointments and bombs and bandages to yourself. Can you do that for me, or do I need a... It uses, it uses a kit each time you, it uses up one, not, it doesn't use up a kit exactly, but it, it uses up a usage of your, your first aid stuff. No, you can, you can do as many people as, well, I guess I'd limit you to five or six. Can I buy first aid kits at the same? I think he gave you, I think he gave you some stuff, which I said was equivalent to two more uses of first aid. Yeah. Oh, are you gonna use one on me? Can you use one on me? Isn't that Alright, well, I'll, I'll give you one of my first aid kits to use on me. Okay. Um, yeah, if you want to tend to Zed, we'll go ahead and make so that, that make that roll two, too. Does that give me two wounds back instead of one? Uh, it gives you one plus a d6 instead of just one. All right, I, be- I believe. You could check the rules. Yeah, I have to make a, I have he has to make a set test to, to get that back for you, to make so it happen. Otherwise it does nothing? Otherwise it doesn't work, yeah. yeah. So first a general here. Up your intelligence. I don't have enough for my... I'm thinking about going to service. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you could definitely, definitely use one in Warhammer. Okay, yeah, healing poultices. Uh, 10 S? Is that 10? Oh, if you want to buy it, if you have a healing poultice, that's a different piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, is it 10, 10 S? Is that 10 That's pennies? silver. Silver. S is silver, yes. That's expensive. It's 10 S for one healing kit? That's not a, no, that's not a, he, he's talking about a poultice, which is a for special a thing that helps you for general healing. Oh, okay. Okay, so. I think, uh, one use of healing equipment is what, like a shilling or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so make a healing check. You don't get a plus 20. And if you succeed, you get a d6 plus 1. So, for you... 
Right. So I split healing into basic tests and advanced tests. So this is an advanced test. You have to have the skill to even attempt it, and you don't get the plus 20. Okay. Uh, this is a kind of it's very... <laughs> You're so lucky. You made it? Uh, my eight is 28. Oh, good. You wow. You rolled on it. <laughs> okay, so you get... Instead of just one, you get one minute of yeah, D6. Are you, are you above... You get two. Great. Uh, better than one. Are better you... Are you... Uh, you're not heavily injured, are you? No. I am mostly... I was fine. I was okay, I'm heavily so injured. So that takes 24 hours for that to work on me, right? Right. Okay. Hey, uh, Jeff, I was looking at... Um, your wound score, and I notice how your like how does your, your your wound track goes like down up twice? Like how does how did that happen? You did did you rest to get your wounds up twice? You know what I'm saying? Like when you yeah, look he got at first aid twice, but you can but you can only get once you receive first he aid. Got you can't get it again. He got he got injured from falling off the carriage. Yeah, I took he one wound from the falling off the carriage, and then got injured, and then I got injured in the fight, and then right. got first aided. No, of course not. But I mean, basically, right. the way the system works is it can oh. never go up twice in a row. So it goes, no, what it happens goes is 5, 9, 11. He didn't realize what his test result was. Oh. He said, you get back 4, and I scratched it and wrote back plus 4, and then okay. he said, oh, never mind, you get back 6. So right. I scratched okay. it up and wrote the other 2. Okay, that makes perfect sense then. If I get one back, which is what I was down. So I like it one back and Right, so anyway, then that's why it's important to like make a note if you ever get healed for 0. Right, okay. But no, that's good. That's totally fine. Did you make your other test? No. Are you are you uh, helping Zed as well? Uh, sure. What? How badly? He's at four. four. He's at four. At four. Is that extremely wounded? No, he he got back just enough that he is not heavily injured. What's heavily injured mean? You have to zero, one, two, or three. Oh, okay. Doesn't matter how many wounds. You could have like six wounds total. No, heavily injured is you're at zero, one, two, or three. Oh, yeah. But and what if you have a total? Doesn't of six matter wounds? what. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter what your max is now. Or a total of three wounds. How many? Total Nobody has a total of three wounds. I think every How human many has at least. Have? After an, like, an infant has like three. Wounds. Well, then maybe the case would be different. For every adventurer, zero uh, through yeah. three is. Uh, How many injured. first aid kits do you still have? I have one left. Uh, I'm not going to use one set. All right, you can just use improvised right. stuff. So it's minus 20. So you minus have to roll an 8. Do you have to roll an 8? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's not here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell him you tried. <laughs> You're like trying to bonk him overhead with like a table leg. Like, what works? Damn it. <laughs> give, him, give him a wound back. Yeah, he gets a wound back. And I'll read all this bio. Okay, so the next morning comes along, um, and um, oh, did you uh, did you guys purchase anything for dinner? There's the they give you a free. Does that breakfast. come with the room? No, uh, no. Breakfast comes with the room. I I'll just eat up with that boss. I was preoccupied. I will, eat, I will purchase Russians. food. Rations and water. I, I, I want money for. I want money gambling. I'll I'll, I'll buy a nice meal. Um. I kind of miss meals occasionally. It's kind of part of my character. I'll eat some of that cheese. So, I give dinner with my meal that I've bought. Okay. Uh, the meal is nine pennies. Okay. Not quite a silver. Silver is. 
uh, cropped off a shilling because I'm sure it's spent a shilling worth of pennies at this point. Okay, so the the morning arrives. Um, the the uh, coachman looked much better rested than last time, <laughs> and uh, they seem to have no trouble. Maybe uh, maybe the encounter uh, scared them straight or something, but they they they're actually sober for once, and uh, they hitch up the cart, and you guys Maybe are... it was a good dose of Triax. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... They hitch everything up, and, uh, you guys push off. There's much more room since the, uh, ladies are not with you this time. Oh, really? They're staying behind They're again. staying behind, yes. They made arrangements for a, 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 four, seasons, a four Seasons coach, <laughs> and they are not coming any, any longer on the ratchet line. But they saw the last Four Seasons coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are Manny and Triax going to ride in the cabin, then? Yep. There is enough room now. Okay. So it's uh, all, five of you, Philippe, and Ernst. Right. Uh, so that's seven. So you guys could kind of squish in there, or somebody wants to ride up top oh, with right. the two of them. Manny might want to still ride on the bench. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'd say Zed probably wants to be up there with his crossbow on the lookout. Anyway, so. <laughs> all right, there you go. Zed's uh, up there. Yeah, I kind of want to... All right, yeah, we're all in. We're all for a couple of days. Uh, yeah, if you guys don't, like, do anything all day long, then you can... It's another, another 12 hours. Yeah. Sweet. If you, guys, uh, sure if you guys are, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll not do anything all day long. If you guys just sit in the depends car. on what happens. <laughs> yes. So uh, the uh, the day in fact. So does, does Ernst still reading his that same book on the coach now? You know, actually, <laughs> he's not. He's, he, 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 he takes wary glances at you pretty much the entire ride, and uh, mostly looks out the window. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, for my part, I ignore and, and uh, um, you know engage Philippe in a healthy conversation. I try and ask him about his 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 soldiering past uh-huh. if, if he'll tell me anything about it. He 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 opens up kind of slowly about it, but he he, he does he does eventually uh, as the hours drain by. Uh, he does talk about his uh, his time. It was you know as a youth and. You know, he actually made it up into the rank of the of the officers for for a while, but it seems like he didn't see a lot of action as an officer. But as a youth, he actually saw some battles and, and things like that. Um, yeah, he's in his uh, mid thirties, right? Okay, four or so. So he's got a few years of different things. Um, and honestly, the day passes uneventfully. Yeah. How oh, we get a win back? Yeah. Sweet. Um. So you guys make it to the uh, the next coaching inn. Um. This place is is kind of similar to the last, except this place is very deserted. There's just no one around. Uh, there's there's an innkeep and uh, a couple of servants, and one of the servants lets you in when you when you arrive, opens the gate for you. But there's no one else here. Uh, the innkeep's very happy to see you and have some business. Um, Does he have any first aid kits to sell? I would um, like to buy any at all. Uh, he he has some, you know, he has some things, but he's not really in the business of selling them. Oh really? Is yeah. it? I mean, I sure. I mean, I don't want to just ask for them. I want to offer something. You want to you want to buy them? Yeah, I feel bad for it. Says so well, I don't usually just sell these. Uh, so I guess I could part with one, um, two shillings. Okay. Uh, you got spindled. Yeah, need it though. Okay, so uh, thanks. <laughs> just wherever wherever you go, you're like, give me all your other kids. <laughs> it reminds me of a video game. I <laughs> the uh, 
Well, you, when you get to Altdorf, you'll have no trouble okay. getting as much. How as close are we? How many days ride? One more day. One That's day. another day's ride away. Right. Yeah. I will carry three times my encumbrance in case. So this inn is like completely deserted. It's just yeah. You guys are the only of uh, the only patients. There's some servants in the innkeep, and that's about it. How much for room? Uh, this this is uh, pretty much dead on average, which was what I think it's How ten shillings. Three ways. Said, well, he's not here. I assume you're still. Oh my freaking god! Does he buy a room for all of us? Yes. Rooms on Zed. <laughs> he has a ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> uh, Alright, how much is the room? Uh, ten shillings. Alright, he'll pay for the four shillings, and you guys pay three each. Because he would totally do that. Huh? <laughs> oh, I, got I, 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 got no, I don't want to share a room with... Uh, uh, oh, you're getting your own room? No, I no I, I'm, I'm talking about for that. Those yeah, that's right. Oh, for those three. Oh, yeah, okay, I was going to like... Fine. I'm like, I was going to... The two of us each pay five. Okay, that's fine. No, you should be buying me a Warhammer. <laughs> you can afford Warhammer's reach of this, man. So can I, uh, another question about first aid. Can yes. I repeatedly do this every day? Every 12 hours you can okay. make an attempt. Okay. Yes. Alright, I will be doing that without first aid kit. Yeah. Mm, I don't think I'll need it. Um, actually, I'll use one on myself. <laughs> nice. Well, nice. Nicely Six. rolled. Don't roll one. Uh, not a one. That's two. Well, hey, if you tripled your healing. Yep. Do, do, do. No, I'm not a comfortable amount. Double digits? No. Uh, <laughs> can you... I guess everyone can get to double digits, right? Can you start with, like, minimum ten wins? Minimum is a little... I think ten if you're a human or an elf. Or maybe nine for a halfling. What is the minimum maximum? Ten, fifteen or something? You can start with thirteen or fourteen. Uh, 13 is maximum for a human. 14 for a dwarf, I think. Uh, I have 12. I don't remember how well I rolled. You rolled poorly, I believe, on wounds. I rolled maximum. I rolled a 10. Yeah, so you have 13? I have 13. Okay, I have 12. So I guess I rolled, I rolled a 1. I don't remember. I have the minimum number of wounds. Yeah, for a dwarf, have, though, it's probably it's 11. 11. It's 11. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hugs so I guess I rolled average for the wounds. is 12. 12 is almost maximum. Oh, sweet. 12, well, I guess I rolled above average, then. Okay, did you want me to... I think it's a four number range. I think it's 10, 11, 12, 13. Oh, then I rolled above average. Do you still want me to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm at 11 out of 12. All right. Um, um, yes, the, so the the end this night is pretty, you know, deserted, and, you know, Philippe is disheartened that there will be no... I play him heads up for pennies. He, he, he actually doesn't seem that interested tonight. Oh, he, okay. he actually retires early, and... He says, uh, you know, tomorrow we will see Altdorf and we will need to save our energies, you know? Did he say what he's going there for again? I don't remember. I don't think anyone ever asked him. No, nobody ever Playing asked him. Playing the World Series of Dice. <laughs> <laughs> Cards. <laughs> he's yeah, he's a card shark. Alright, so uh, the next morning rolls around. Um, Mark up uh, day. Gunnar right. and Holt seem to be back to their drinking ways a bit. They're not quite as hungover as they were the first day, but uh, things are a bit slower this morning as they back as, to full, baby. As as they push off, um, and uh, and uh, you guys you guys head out. It is uh, you, you guys pass uh, you guys pass a a uh, 
what you would call it, a large group of inf- infantry and cavalry marching south on the road. They have the sort of imperial insignias on them. And, and you, uh, that's all about. And you, uh, you guys, you guys pass them as you as you go along, and the cart has to pull over um, to make way because there's just so many of them. It must be a couple hundred. Wow. Um, and they. Is there a south. sergeant in their band? Mm-hmm. Uh, Various officers. I'll hail. You, would you guys want to stop I'll them in any way? As I'll the, hail. The, the cart pulls, the the cart pulls over and stops, and you and and, the, and they're just sort of marching past. I say that's nothing too serious. I hope. Uh, they call out at them to, to, to a to just kind of the rank and file. Yes. Yeah. Just to whoever's there. Um. Uh. They. Uh, Guy kind of shrugs his shoulders, who, who who you catch his eye, and he says, "Oh no, nothing too serious." So we're not going to war, if that's what you're wondering. <laughs> uh, I just not. All right, they uh, they march past, and um, you guys make it to Altdorf. Um, you guys arrive in the late afternoon. It's about five p.m. or so, you would guess. And Altdorf is a huge city that uh, you can kind of see um, at a distance because it has just these large walls that are all the way around it. Um, the, There's a the, particular piece of architecture that I'm interested in. <laughs> the, um, the stagecoach pull, pulls up to the gates and it looks like uh, they're, they're paying some sort of toll or something to enter the city. And uh, there's a there's an official there who kind of just glances you guys over and he uh, kind of looks over your baggage. He doesn't do the sort of opening of the baggage that you guys encountered when you came off of the riverboat, but he does kind of just sort of roughly poke at the belongings and kind of generally take a look at what you guys are carrying. And uh, he waves you through without without too much. There's quite a lot of people, um, you know, coming in and out of the city at this time of day. And uh, he waves you guys through. Um, and uh, Ernst seems very uh, excited about getting out of these close quarters, and he and, it's, and the minute the, the carriage stops, he basically gathers his things and and heads off into the crowd. Uh, Philippe, however, is a little more you know he's kind of uh, taking in the city. He says, oh, "I've only been to Altdorf uh, oh, one or two more two times in my past. It has been very long. It is quite a marvelous city." Are you uh, planning on staying here for a while? Uh, you know, actually, not too long. I prefer to travel, honestly. It is, uh, it is more fun to travel. But I will stay in Northdorf for a few days, you know. Just, uh, I will see what is around. You know, it's just been a long time, as I say. Um, you've been here before, then? Uh, yes, uh, maybe five years ago. Perhaps you could uh, recommend a good inn for us. Uh, I have uh, never stayed in Altdorf before. He says, you know, I actually do not know the inns terribly well. I will be looking around myself, but, uh, you know, there is still some daylight. I will, uh, I will explore, you know. I know a good inn, Altar. I've been in Altar before, right? Uh, yes, you know some inns kind of down by the docks, which is generally where you've been. Although you generally haven't stayed in inns in Altdorf because you've kind of stayed on the boats that you've, that oh, you've okay. been a part of. Um, so there is a... A large group of um, people. So you guys are in a, a kind of a plaza area where the coach pulls up and just kind of stops 
and the they the uh, coachman open the doors for you and, and bring down your luggage from the top and uh, you know it's got to shake hands and wish you well and um, uh, but there's kind of a large crowd of people and some of them are asking to take your bags um, and they, they're they're calling out you know about that they're in is the best in town and uh, and things like that so. Uh, um, it's quite a quite a busy scene. It seems like the time, you know, when carriages are pulling up, and it seems like the time when people start thinking about, you know, heading to an inn for the night. So it's just a very busy square. There's also people selling trinkets and uh, people begging for your pennies and things like that. It's just a very it's a very busy place. Um, and uh, as you guys are kind of looking around and taking in the the splendor that is Aldorf and it's it's a really it's it's not only a big city but there's a lot of tall buildings in Aldorf, which is just something that you guys, uh, especially if you haven't been to Aldorf before, which is most of you, um, it's just you've never really seen buildings taller than three stories very much. And here's there's just lots of buildings that are four, five, six stories tall. Uh, did you did you read the description of the blue the celestial? Uh, academy. Um, no, I, I know that the the are each of the academies in one build. Are they all in one building? Or no, each no, one has their own separate one. Has their own separate one. one. Separate one the, is it really tall? It is. Um, where's the realms of sorcery? Thing? It's. Uh, you should take a second. Yeah, I'll find it. You should take a second and just glance over it because it is very relevant. Oh really? Yeah. No, I I have not read it. Do I need to read it right away, or should I? Uh, can you I should, um, yeah, you should glance at it. Well, uh, let's... Here. Okay. It's right there, the college grounds and buildings. Well, I guess I'll read it out loud, so... I don't, don't read it out loud. Oh, don't read it out loud? No, okay. there's a reason why you shouldn't read it out oh, okay. Yes, there is. Is it just flat out better than not magical healing, per se? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that great. It is if you are a dedicated, if you're a priest of Shalia, the magical healing you get is really good mm-hmm. if you're an anointed priest of Shalia. The problem is you can't really be an adventurer and be an anointed priest of Shalia. If you so, never want so, to hurt anybody, then you can, uh, so, <laughs> you can do that. Um... So the magical healing that's available to adventurers is about as good as um, is about as is about as good as non-magical healing. So all of character speaking, is it worth my time to think about going to maybe surgeon? Yes, absolutely. Uh, the thing the thing about the nice thing about surgeon is is that you can f- you have a chance of fixing things that normally you would just have no chance of fixing. You can also do weird things like cure insanity points with surgery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, uh, I would say if you're if you're looking to heal people, the most efficient healers are surgeons and not magical healers. Um, there are unless, unless you're a priest of Shalia, which is not really an avenue open for players. Okay. Um, there are a couple of like ways you can heal yourself very efficiently with magic, and there's a couple of like very minor magical ways to heal other people too, but they're hard to pull off. Oh, well, so surgery is... So, yeah, there's a couple of he- advanced careers for healers. Yeah, you, can do, you can do cool stuff, too. Like, yeah. um, you, they get prepare poison, which is always fun. Well, maybe uh, physician, surgeon. I don't see a surgeon, so Okay. Um, yeah, there's I guess barber I surgeon, surgeon is a barber surgeon. Which is a basic career. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of, I think that's the general road to being a physician. Is that barber surgeon? Yes. Barber surgeon. Although, if you already have heal wounds, you could go through student as well. Oh, okay. Uh, student would probably get you more intelligence advances. Right. Okay. Cool. All right, but barber surgeon, you get surgery, which is awesome. Uh, it's like, mm-hmm. aside from heal, it's, That's the, true. it's the best um, way to heal people. Because so if you have if you uh, surgery gives you plus ten to all of the right. heal tests, so right. it's just an immediate plus ten. Uh, plus surgery allows you to try to heal okay. things that you're just not possible to heal otherwise. Gotcha. Broken bones. Like broken bones, okay. uh, dislocations. Um, you can uh, you can try to cure insanities, although you generally okay. kind of swap one problem for another when you do that. All the way back. Shock therapy. <laughs> yeah, it's usually surgery, like oh. like brain career. surgery, which is not really yeah. uh, a refined art in the Renaissance era. Really, it's not really a refined art in the modern era either. <laughs> That's true. Certainly not in the fifties if people were getting. So yeah, so I'm pretty much staring at that when I get out of the call, when I get out of the. Uh, uh, you're you mean attempting to stare at it? Uh, well, the kind of the idea is is that those that are you know called to that place can mm-hmm. see it. Oh, th- I didn't see that. You didn't part get of to it. that part. No, I didn't of see it. that part. Well, you wouldn't. Yeah. But the idea is, is yeah, like if you are magically inclined, ah. or if you are called to that particular building, right. then you'll be able to see it. Ah. But otherwise, you can't. Oh, that's that's a yeah, that's a pretty bizarre building. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted to bring it to your attention because yeah. it's very relevant to yeah. how my character when my character arrives at Altor, Like that's pretty much what he's staring at. Okay, so you're staring off into space. Great, I won't give you this perception test. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. No. Um, okay, so what you guys notice amongst all of the hustle and bustle is that um, there's two people kind of off and to your left a bit, and. Both of them are looking right at you, Brutus. They're like trying to catch your eye, kind of trying to make eye contact from across the way. And um, I, I, I go, I got to them. <laughs> okay. Um, the Do you one, remember the name? The <laughs> Pastor. Aloysius <laughs> the one, Libra. The one, the one to your left as you're looking at them uh, makes a motion like this. It's kind of scratching his left ear. It kind of looks subtle, and then when you you know when you kind of look at him, he, he does it again. I nod. <laughs> he kind of looks more intently at you, and he goes like this. <laughs> All right, I, 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 do it, I do it too. Uh, he he. The, the other one kind of gets a confused look on his face, and and the first one's kind of like. <laughs> 
I go over to him. <laughs> All right, you start heading over there. Um, as this is going on, um, the uh, I guess you probably you don't drag me with you because otherwise I, I I honestly don't see you leave. Yeah, he's not. Uh, I'm he's, not. He's like staring attention. off in his face like something's just caught his eye and he can't stop looking at it. Oh, wait, okay. uh, these guys want to talk to me. I'm gonna uh, see what they're see what's up. I think it has to do with that uh, uh, dead guy that looks like me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead. All right. All right. Well, the two of you, uh, Brutus is looking pretty carefully at these two guys, but the two of you notice that there is somebody behind them, and he's uh, there's like there's a building off to the side in the back of the plaza, and he's standing on the stairs as that lead out of the building, but he's looking very intently at them, and uh, and he's like kind of then he he's glancing back and forth between them and you guys. He's a um, kind of a shorter man, kind of with a stocky build, and he has a close cropped uh, black beard. And uh, but something that's odd about you know he's like very very clearly like he makes eye contact with you for a second and then he looks back um, at the other guys. But he's standing about a hundred yards. Hey, Monty, see that man over there? Uh huh. Do you know him? No. no. Uh, yeah, has Brutus left by now? I try to grab his attention. Uh, this is happening as Brutus is starting to walk towards them. He's taken a couple steps. I'm, uh, uh... Let's, let's, let's keep up with him. I'm gonna go, uh... I'm gonna go see what's... what's going on. Okay. I'll be... I'll be with you. Charles kind of starts walking towards the, the shady guy. Okay. Um... He, uh... He kind of he stays there, and he... You know, he's he's... He's not really that focused on you. He's actually he's, he looks at you as you're coming towards him, but he's looking more off to the other side where um, Brutus is heading towards the uh, the two men who are trying to get his attention. Um, uh, is is Philippe still there? Uh, Philippe has kind of disappeared into the crowd. Okay. Um. So. Uh, okay. So you you get cl- they're closer to you than 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 this guy off to the side is. So you kind of start getting there first. And when they realize that you know you're heading right towards them, they actually turn back and they kind of head, they kind of turn down an alley and they head away from you through the crowd. And pretty quickly they're uh, they're out of sight. As a sturdier, as soon as they start walking away from me, I I stop. I don't like chase them. You don't chase them. I just like you turn around. I just look after them. Okay. Shrug. Um, About the time that they move out of sight. The guy that you're, you're, you're not running at him, right? You're just kind of normally walking towards yeah. him. I think. Yeah, he turns and walks into the building there. All right, I'll walk into the building after him. Okay. It's it's a large market. It's sort of a general store. There's all sorts of things. There's just sort of rows and rows of tables with various things on it. There's there's a guard at the door who's uh, kind of looks you over as you as you walk in. Um, and you see it's a, kind of a big marketplace. It's not open air, but it's it's a, in a large building. Um, kind of like a think of like a gyna- gymnasium, right? Sure. But that's the sort of building it is, and it's full of people, as you might imagine. All right, Trix looks around the market, tries to spot the guy. Me too. Okay. Um, you spot him. He's at the back, and he's kind of making haste at this point. You see him sort of hastily walking away with large strides. Uh, he's actually exiting the back of the building, which is also has a guard and a, another entrance. All right, Triax will bust out as fast as he can without blowing people down. You run after him. Yep. Okay. Um, I follow you, but I'm like, dude, let's just leave him be. We don't know anyone here. 
cause trouble. We might not know him, mate, but he clearly knows us. Alright. As you dodge back and forth between people, uh, you're going to need to make two agility tests as you... <laughs> you're going to need to fail two agility tests for me. Uh, one. Two degrees... And there's two. Two degrees. Two degrees of success. They didn't make any, either of them. Okay. Two degrees of failure. You're not able, I mean, you don't like bowl people over because you were being careful, but you're not able to go that fast as you're walking through this place because of, because of that. Alright, we got a good look at him. We'll we'll recognize him later. Let's go back and go. Um, yeah. I'm still staring off in this space. Okay. Oh, they ran off. They gave me some weird signal and then they ran off. I wonder what that means. Um, they're probably, friends they probably wanted to sell you something. Uh, have you been here before, Brutus? Yeah, but I have a funny feeling that it probably has something to do with the guy that looks like me, you know. Just throwing it out there. Um, yes, that's, uh, that's very interesting. What, uh, what is that? And I point at the building. Um, he's pointing off into space. <laughs> Oh, that's the, uh, that looks like a very nice cloud pattern. <laughs> that's pretty much exactly the description of the cloud pattern, by the way. <laughs> I turn and I give you a very odd look. Uh, like, well, anyways, let's, uh, let's go find an inn. We can, uh, check it out. Oh, uh, yeah, sounds good. Okay, well, there's, there's still quite a bit of, uh, of daylight left if you guys wanted to, to do anything first. Yeah, Are we going to, like, log um, in stuff? What's that? Are we gonna lug around all our stuff? Whatever you'd like. Try to lug around all his stuff. <laughs> all right. I uh, I, I believe I have um I have an errand to run, but um, perhaps we should get it in first. Uh, that sounds good. Sure. Where do we have to go? Well, I don't know. Wait. Well, we eventually decided we're going to Bogenhofen. But, That's right, Bogenhofen. Uh, well, I, I have a couple of things I want to do in Altdorf before we go to Bogenhofen. Uh, okay, so we'll find an inn. Okay, there's lots of inns uh, it, near the near the Kogenplatz where you guys were left off by the coach. I'll go to the. Let's go to the docks. I know. I know. I'll get in there. Um, all right. The docks with you. I'm still like kind of clearly thinking about something else. You so have to I just drag him along So you. I just nod. Yeah, you, you pretty much are dragging me through the crowds. Yeah. I am totally absent minded at All this right. point. So you, you guys head down the towards the docks and uh, as you survey the the dock area you see a boat that looks very familiar to you. It's mentioned in your background. Uh uh, hang on, guys. I, I gotta check them out. Uh, wait, right here. Wait, right here. Um, don't take too long. Uh, I won't. I'll be right back. Okay, uh, so you're gonna go off alone to the dock? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the dock is pretty, is a pretty busy place. There's people kind of coming and going and lugging, uh, things off of ships. Um, so you, you want to go to that boat? What was the name of the boat? The Lady Nikita. Okay, the the Lady Nikita is uh, is parked over there, and um, yeah, you could throw on the uh, the, the, the town 
Looks like a town. Kind of background sounds. Anyway. Um, okay. Uh, there's you as you as you get there. There are a there are a couple of um, kind of sturdy dock workers carrying big crates of something you can't tell quite what it is at this distance, and they're loading it into the boat. Okay. Uh, let's say, hello there, is uh, the captain aboard? Uh, one of them, uh, one of them kind of grunts, and uh, after he sets down his, after they, they, they finish loading what they have into the boat, and they come back out to the uh, dock. What are you looking for? Uh, I'm looking for Captain Alexander. Oh, uh, oh yes, uh, I believe he's up there, and that's, uh, see that small building right, right along there? He points up to a building that's just sort of alongside the docks. Uh, I believe he's right in there. Do I, like, recognize any of these guys? No, you don't. These are kind of, uh, I mean, they're dock workers from Altdorf. They all look about the same time. Oh, okay. Do I see any of the crew on those? You don't see anyone you recognize, um, here. No. Okay. Uh, I'll go... The ship looks pretty empty. I mean, there's a, there's a guard who's kind of posted at, not just at this ship, but he's posted at various ships. What was the... Sure nobody's what kind of, anything, what kind of building did they... It's sort of a it's sort of a medium sized building that's kind of set off on its own. It's kind of close to the docks. It looks like a place where people might uh, uh, maybe there's some sort of log or something where you know they they come and meet to talk about taxes or something. You're not really sure. You've seen you've seen these sort of buildings alongside okay uh, ports before, but you're not sure exactly what it is. I go back to these guys. I'm like uh, I'm gonna be uh, right inside this building for like a couple minutes. Just a couple. I didn't even go to the docks with you. Oh, okay. What, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you, what are you doing while they head to the docks then? I'm going straight to the, the Temple of Sigmar. You're going to the Temple of Sigmar. <laughs> Alright. Uh, you ask some folks, where's the Temple of Sigmar? And like the first random folks he sees. Right. Uh, they point you. In fact, you can actually see it overtopping the other buildings that are near it. Kind of like you can see the uh, see the Space Needle from you know almost anywhere in Seattle. You can kind of, you can, they kind of point you off to it, and it's this tall cathedral off in the distance. Are you going to be there for long? Want me to go find you after we shut down? Um, you know, I'm not sure, mate. Uh, I might be moving in. <laughs> I'll let <laughs> you. Alright, so you... you I, I, uh, this this might be goodbye, mate. Alright, we'll see. Well, right. uh... Right, so where are you going to go? Uh, I'm going to go with him to find him. Look, uh... Okay, so you're going to go to the docks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, so uh, Pryax heads off to the uh, cathedral, and uh, you make it to the uh, to the Temple of Sigmar a little bit after they make it to the docks, so I'll go back to you in a moment. Um, Alright, so you're going to go on your own up into this up into this building? Yeah. Okay. Alright, as you get there, do you have read right? No. No. Okay. There's a sign over the door, um, and uh, and inside you see your old friend Alexander. He is uh, he is sitting down across the table from uh, what looks like a couple of merchants, and there's someone dressed in the kind of the same sort of robes as that as that inspector that you guys met on the on the uh, back in Nome. There's someone who's kind of dressed similar to him, and there's also a couple of merchants, and then you also see Alexander, and then you also see a uh, a woman who used to be part of Alexander's crew. She's there as well. Um, and uh, Alexander kind of uh, turns towards you as you as you walk in, and he says, 
uh, Brutus, Spring, yes, it has been a long time. Uh, yes, it has been a very long time. Ha ha ha. It says, what? It's so good to see you. It's amazing that you are here in Altdorf with me. Uh, yes, quite amazing. Yes, but I've been in Easley for the last three years, so, you know, I have not been in Empire very long. The minute I come to Empire, I see old friends. It is awesome. But I just, great. I just I arrived it. this very same day, and so I sought you out as soon as I saw your boat. Oh, it is excellent, Brutus. We always make such a good business together. So, you know, it is... Yeah, uh, it is, uh, it is good that I meet you. You know, I, I am looking actually for crew for boat. Oh, well, you can count me in. Uh, excellent, you know, it is, uh, it is wonderful. You know, I've been trying to hire, but people busy, and, you know, it is hard to find, uh... Well, you can always count on me, Alexander. Ha, ha, ha. Yes, well, so, uh, tell me, uh, well, I, I, I must finish my business here, but, uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you... You know, t- keep an eye on boat for a minute, and I come out in meet you. I must finish business right here. I am buying some. Uh, I am buying brandy, actually. Uh, okay, I'm actually with some friends uh, that are waiting for me outside. I'll have to. Uh... He says, "Oh, you have friends with you? That is excellent. Uh, ask them, please, for me. Would, would they be like to to help with boat?" <laughs> ah, ask him. He says, "There is money, and you know, Brutus. You know me. I always pay good, ah, uh, Brutus." <laughs> Well, one of these little snot-nosed kids, he's probably not going to be interested in the uh, boat life. But he is kind of, uh, well, he is kind of special. He's got his talents. Oh, right then. Well, uh, and the, the lady you recognize is, uh, is uh, her name is Slutska. And she was an old um, deckhand on the ship and has been sort of a deckhand that Brutus has used off and on over the years. And uh, she doesn't speak Reichspiel very well. She's... Kislevian. I speak Kislevian. Yeah, you can speak with her, but uh, just just kind of giving you her the quick what you quickly remember of her. Um, so, uh, yeah. Anyway, so you want to wait outside, or you could just hang out inside the office if you want uh, to. No, I'll go back outside and I'll tell him. Uh, so I'm with my friend uh, Alexander, who uh, inside. Uh, Alexander nice. who? Uh, I don't think I have a last name. Uh, I think it's on there. It's very long and uh, Russian sounding. It's uh, Konkushnikov. Konkushnikov? It's definitely not on here. <laughs> oh, it's not? No. Oh, okay. Wow, it must be nice oh, no, to know no, so many friends in this city. I don't know anyone. <laughs> well, uh, he, well, he's a good friend for you to, uh, to I have. I see, well... Um, I, of course I would like to meet him, I'd like to meet him, but, um, what about getting an inn? Uh, yeah, let's get an inn really quick. Alright, well, they're, they're just wrapping up the business, and, uh, as you guys are talking, uh, Alexander and Slutska exit the building, and he, he uh, so it's just, I guess just you are there, right? No, oh, the three of us are there. Oh, you're there as well. He's I don't a, know where Wade's character is. <laughs> um... He's probably he's probably gone going to check out the temple, I would imagine. Probably uh, selling something. <laughs> probably checking out the black market. Um so uh he says, uh Hello friends he he shakes your hands. He says just great to meet you. He has this he's sort of a stocky man, he has this uh, big black beard that hangs down. He's a bit overweight, but not terribly so. Uh he says uh he says sort of Tell me, uh, what is, what, what brings you to Altdorf? What are you doing? Where are you going? What is your, uh, what, 
which is happening in your life. Fortunately, Tim, the volumes on your sound effects are about one one hundredth as loud as the volume on the music. But you can, like... I have the sound effects turned all the way up and the music turned all the way down. But I still can't play them together. Really? Well, listen. That's the music turned all the way down? That is the music at 1%. Wow. (laughs) Something is wrong. Why is that the music? I mean, the problem is with the music, then. It's not really the sound effect. Oh, it's because you turned everything else all I the way up. I had to up. turn everything else all the way up in order to hear the sound effects. Ah, well, I, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, okay, so, well, well I, uh, asking, I, you know, I heard about you. I heard you were back in business. It was terrible about your wife you and all. You just have to pick one. Ah, yes, well, my children, my children grow now, you know. My, my son is, uh, my son has joined army. My daughters are both married now, so, you know, Life has changed for me. I am back on the rivers. I, and I am back in Empire, so... Yeah, you know? so that's why oh, I'm, I'm here for this conversation. Here. Yes, you're here now. Uh, it is, uh, it is, uh, my name is Alexander It is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, my name is Nigel Lancaster. Pleasure to meet you. Ah, very well met. Uh, you, you are, are, you you are, are a friend of Brutus. Friend of Brutus, friend of Alexander. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's very nice. Uh, you are from Kislev? Yes, I am from Kislev. A very cold country. Ah, I yes, which is why I spend much time in Empire. Wait, honestly, it is uh, business good in Empire. You know, it, 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 I go over business good. I see. You sound like a very sensible Kislevian. It's a pleasure to meet you. Ah, yes, well, pleasure all mine. Says, uh, perhaps we, uh, perhaps we head to bar. I know excellent bar. It is, uh, it is the only place in all of Altdorf where you can get good vodka. Sounds excellent. It's called the long answer. Good what? I, 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 tell, I, I speak to him because I'm like, oh, he can't handle his uh, vodka very well. He, he, he replies to you in his levian. We will try. <laughs> um, you will love it. It's an excellent beverage. He says, oh, yes, it is, it is like water. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly like water. It smells like uh, water. It's, well, it's not quite smell like water, but it looks like water. <laughs> yes. It is excellent, I promise. It sounds... Um, Promising. Manny will love it too. Once it's 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 your name is our Manny. Manny Steigler here. Nice to meet you. Steigler, excellent. You're very well met, sir. Have you have you tried a good Kislevian vodka? Uh, not. Well, not then you must come. You must come. It's, we are going to the Lonely Coast, sir. It is an excellent bar. It is in a central central of town. Um, uh, you will see all of Orto. I have um I have something I must do, but uh, perhaps I could meet you there Tonight. in a couple yeah. of hours. Uh, yes, it is fine. Perhaps uh, we'll take them around a little, show them uh, the. I'm looking for a place to stay. That was good uh, vibrations, old friends. Uh, I was wondering if you had room on your boat or something. He says, yes, we have recorders on both, both as big as you know, but, uh, you know, most of my crew, they're coming to Altdorf and they leave me, so uh, I, I try to find them through. This is just me and Slutka now. Oh, yeah? Oh, well, uh, uh, I'm, of course, I'm here for you. All right, well, uh, where are you headed? Why did you come to Altdorf? I came here, I came to, came to see you. All right, well, we will see where we go. I have all this brandy. I must sell brandy. Brandy? I have casks and casks. I got a great deal from those merchants. Those people are dumbass, I tell you. Is it? <laughs> they don't know what they have. It's excellent brandy and they sell cheap. Mmm, sound, sounds delicious. And profitable. Ah, well, 
I don't try to drink too much, so you don't drink the profits, you know. Uh, I understand. Plus, not when in Old Dorf, you know, very few bar in all of Empire you can get good vodka? Very rare. We, that's why we go through Duncan. We go through uh, Lonely Coaster. But uh, first time, uh, yes, perhaps I take you around, show you, uh, show, show you some of the large buildings. Uh, sure. Uh, Lonely Kosar, you said? Lonely Kosar is the name of the uh, Yes, um, very it's well. It's the center of town. No. I, uh, I, I believe I will be able to find it. I'm sure they can, uh, can you provide my friends uh, or a room on, on your boat while it's here? Uh, yes, in fact, would you care to leave your things there? We have guards posted. It would be very safe. Uh, yeah, I'll leave my bag there. Oh, I'll take my weapons, That's of course, uh, such kindness, sir. Oh, no problem, eh? If uh, I'm gonna keep my stuff on me for the moment. <laughs> I might want it on my errand. Perhaps, perhaps not. I want to carry all my blanket and crap. He says, well, do you know anybody else in city? I need more for crew. Uh, there's a very stout dwarf that might possibly be interested. Oh, really? Well, uh, perhaps we will, um, where, where is dwarf? Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you have the dwarves in your crew often? I wouldn't think they would make good, um, um, I, I've known some dwarf crews. They they don't fall off the ship at all. You know, <laughs> very very sturdy. They make good really. Crews. And with all the sea spray, you can't really smell them at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose. Um, well, if you will excuse me, gentlemen, I will um, see you all in a couple of hours. Good day. I turn and head for that building. All right. Well, we will uh, switch back to. Uh, to try out here. So, you have no trouble at all finding the the grand temple to Sigmar. This is, of all the temples to Sigmar, this is by far the finest you imagine. You just can't imagine a finer, nicer, larger building than this one. And um, as, you, as you arrive, there's a large marble stairway that leads up to the main entrance, which is huge double doors. And people are kind of coming in and out. Um, it's, it's a busy place. I go... He'll go to the main entrance. Okay, there is an initiate at the top who is uh, wearing robes. He has a, a uh, kind of gilded war hammer emblem emblazed on his breast. And uh, he says, uh, Welcome, Sir Dwarf. Uh, it is always a pleasure to see a dwarf entering the temple. Uh, may you make yourself at home. <laughs> may, at you, uh, may you uh, have a fine stay. Or what... We're, we're what is it that you seek? Are you here for prayer today? This is a magnificent temple night. Oh, yes, it is. It is uh, why when I decided to become an initiate, I could go no other place. Um, I, uh, I'm here to see the uh, crown of Sigmar. It's pretty loud. Well, the, the crown, you say? Uh, well, the crown is actually in a private viewing area. Um, we could It could be arranged to be viewed. Uh, would you... Perhaps you care to wait here. I will summon a, a priest. Uh, I will wait as long as it takes. Mate. Okay. Um, he says, "Are oh, excellent," and he he uh, he uh, he walks off down one of the hallways and um, returns after a few minutes. And he says, "Yes, the priest will be with you in just a few minutes if you'll if you'll if you'll wait." There's there's uh, various. Um, uh, paintings and things on the wall. It's it's uh, it's it's a very interesting wait while you're while you're in this sort of entrance area. Um, do you want to wander around at all, or just wait right there? He'll wander around. Okay. There's also statues. There's you know just kind of scenes of battle of 
of uh, humans and dwarves just charging down mountainsides, taking out uh, all sorts of uh, uh, goblins and orcs and things like that. There's also uh, just sort of statues of Sigmar, you know, in various stages of his life. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's pretty it's pretty incredible stuff. Um, and the time goes by almost instantly. It probably uh, it's probably been twenty minutes, but uh, then a a uh, more an elderly man uh, with a uh, with flowing white hair comes out, and he uh, seems to be looking to meet somebody, and kind of catches your eye. Oh, he walks over to him. All right, he says, uh, "Hello, my child. Uh, can I help you with something?" Uh, Padre, uh, I'm uh, I need to see the uh, crying of Sigmar. Oh, the crown. Uh, well, you know, it is, uh, we have a viewing area specifically set aside for the crown. Uh, it's not open all of the time. Uh, do, you, do you have an appointment? An uh, appointment, you say? Yeah. No, you, you don't. I, I'm, I'm a follower of Sigmar. I understand we have many followers of Sigmar, and, you know, there's only so much time in the day. You know, uh, actually, it is late in the afternoon. We're going to be closing uh, the area soon, but uh, perhaps I can slip you in, uh, maybe for a a donation. You know that the the, uh, Temple to Sigmar needs as much resources as it can muster, I'm sure you know. He kind of points over, and there's a coffer over there. Sigmar doesn't need money, mate. Sigmar needs followers. I've come for days. I've come on a long journey that's taken all of my money to get here <laughs> through mutants and rude English bastard children. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. All, all in the name of Sigmar, mate. Just to see the kind. All right. You can make a fellowship test. Pretty convincing. I'll give you a plus 20. One! Wow, nice one. roll. <laughs> Three degrees of success on a fellowship test. Nice. <laughs> All right. Wow. The true fire of Sig- the fire of Sigmar truly burns. That was eyes, my good dwarf. He uh, he looks you up and down at your stout physique, your your large axe. The I guess you have a you have a tattoo of the twin tailed comet on you, don't you? He does. Yes. He says he says you 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 are right, sir. It is it is. So, uh, someone like yourself, uh, I can see you. Not everybody has the resources to to help the temple financial to help the temple financially, but uh, but we I can see that you help the temple in so many other ways and are a devout follower. Come, follow me. Uh, all right, he bows and follows him. All right, he uh, he leads you down um, a long hallway, which eventually comes to a stairway. You got you pass some. Uh, other robed figures and some Templars kind of marching through. It's a very busy temple uh, with all sorts of comings and goings. It seems like there's an evening prayer that uh, has just ended and, and a lot of people are leaving the temple. Uh, and he takes you down a spiral staircase. And at the bottom is a very ornate door. And uh, he rummages through this large key ring and opens the door. Uh, inside is, our, is a... It's kind of, imagine... Uh, it's in a room about this size, and at the end is the crown. It's 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 kind of behind a uh, you know it's kind of up on a pedestal, and it's you know there's sort of like a little barrier uh, around it. Um, there's a couple of people inside praying, and when he opens the door, it seems to have disturbed their prayers a little bit, and they kind of finish up and they make their way out as you as you enter. 
and uh, he says, um, you, you wish to pray before the crown, I, I take it? I do, mate. Well, uh, he says, uh, there, is a, there are some particular passages that are, uh, are uh, well known to be said before the crown. Uh, do you do read, sir? Oh, it's, it's quite all right. You'll just have to repeat after me, then. He pulls out. Uh, I won't ha- I know plenty of passages, mate. <laughs> I've been a follower of Sigmar for many, many years. Ah, well, then perhaps you can recite on your own. He says, do you know the passages that are typically recited in front of the crowd? Uh, of course. All right, he, uh, he, uh, he lets you be. There's sort of some pews and places where people might kneel in front of the crown, and they're sort of set around here. He kind of sits in the back and starts to uh, say a prayer to himself under his breath. All right. Triax goes to the pew that's the closest to the crown mm-hmm. and starts praying. Okay. Uh, sure. Um, so, um, all right. You're, uh, it's, it's a very holy place, and you, you can kind of feel the, the aura of the... Uh, of the crown of the room, there's a lot of artwork in here. It's it's very beautiful, and you're kind of you kind of feel drawn to the crown itself. So, what kind of barrier is around it? Uh, it's a um, how would I describe it? You know, when you're waiting for the movie theater, there's that you know, sort of roped thing. The velvet like a, rope. Yeah, velvet rope. Imagine that's really, uncrossable. You cannot cross. Ima- it. Imagine a small version of that around a pedestal. There are no. Yeah, there are no stronger barricades than the velvet rope. Yes. Yeah, so it's it's, yeah. So there's a small velvet rope that goes around the uh, the area up top. It's on a pedestal. Um, who's the closest to the ground? You are. You're the only one in the room. He's standing at the back of the room by the door. <laughs> All right. He'll just. He'll just. Uh, the Run over the rope. And <laughs> we don't. We don't over the rope. You just need. You just have to reach past it. It's, there's a pedestal right, that's about. That well, for you, it would be about chest high. For most people, it would be stomach high. And then there's this rope around. I can see we're going to be breaking you out of right. jail. In the <laughs> he reaches over the rope and tr- touches the crown. Okay. The minute that you touch the crown, um, the the world turns black, and you have a vision. Apparently, he knew he needed to touch the ground. <laughs> so, I'll let you digest that while I go back to uh, the other folk. Uh, well, Alexander, I've been uh, spending the last few years uh, finding work where I can on my own. Not nearly as much fun as uh, the good old days with you, uh, as you can imagine. Yes, yes, it was marvelous. I mean, how could you repeat the times we had when you went up and down almost every river in the Empire? Uh, yeah. Um, so you're actually not with them now, right? You're headed off to, uh... I'm headed off, yes, to the following. Right. So, um... Okay, I... I guess there's really you have no problem finding it either. How do you <laughs> ask people? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Uh, you you reach the you reach the uh, you reach the, uh, the the bottom of the of the college, and um, there's sort of a winding staircase that kind of leads its way around the base of what's really a really large spire. Okay. Are they expecting me? Um. There doesn't seem to be anybody there at the base. Uh, seems That's like people kind of avoid this area for some reason. It's very uncharacteristic of them. Yes? What do you mean? Uh, 
Well, in the description, since the Celestial College is the college of, like, prophets and fortune tellers, mm-hmm. supposedly they always know what everybody, whenever anybody is, like, enters the tower and what they're doing and where they're going. Or yeah. They might not know, but they have a pretty good idea. Sure. Uh, well, there's nobody here right now. Maybe if you went up the staircase. Right, I go up the staircase. It's a, it's a polished white marble staircase that... Uh, you up. In fact, it even looks a little dangerous. You kind of stay towards the inside as there's no railing. Um, uh, you get up to the top, and there is an apprentice waiting for you, as and a, and a kind of a large ornate entrance, also made of marble. Uh, that uh, and inside it looks uh, looks dark. You can't quite see back there, and uh, the apprentice. Uh, the apprentice says. Um, Oh, we were not expecting you so early. I say... Um, uh, real, um, what, what do you mean? Oh, uh, I, I, they heard you were coming, but uh, uh, my understanding was that it would be weeks. Really? Yes. Um, do you want me to go away? Uh, <laughs> if you don't mind, no. <laughs> this is a little, tell me, what is your business? Uh, why don't you uh, let us hear it in your own words? Um, well, I, um, well, you know, I, I've been studying with, um, what's his name? Uh, Hieronymus? Uh, yes, I've been studying with, um, Master Hieronymus Blitzen. In Feifeldorf. Right, yes, uh, Hieronius, of course. And, um, well, he suggested that um, perhaps I could use a little more, what was the word he used, uh, seasoning? Yes, well, uh, sounds like something you do to a piece of meat. But, <laughs> nonetheless, he suggested that um, perhaps I would find it beneficial to um, travel to Altdorf, to the colleges. So... Here I am. Yes, well, uh, as you are new here, um, perhaps... Uh, um, I assume I have come to the right place. I have never been to Altdorf before, but somehow I could not help but come here. I am not sure why. Um, he says, oh, wait right here. I will summon a master who will, who, uh, who will, see, who will see to you. And he... Uh, he uh, Disappears around a corner and uh, um, comes back a few minutes later. He says, "Yes, just wait right here. We'll uh, someone will come." All right, I pull out one of my books and start reading. Okay, <laughs> a uh, a uh, a man with uh, blue eyes and a red beard, uh, wearing flowing blue a flowing blue cloak, comes out and uh, he says, uh, uh, "Hello." Uh, you are you are one of Hieronius's, I uh, Mr. I understand. Uh, Mr. Blitzen has sent you to us. Yes, um, my name is uh, Nigel Lancaster, and um, he he um, suggested that uh, I travel here. Yes. Well, that is uh, that is wonderful. Why don't you come into my office? We'll we'll chat. I nod. I took my book away. He uh, he leads you uh, he leads you up some stairs and around a corner and uh, there's this kind of wonderful office there. There's a telescope pointing out the window and uh, all sorts of books of various types kind of scattered around. Many of them open with uh, bookmarks in them and, and whatnot. He says, uh, "That was like a wonderful place." Yeah, I kind of gape 
I, kind of, I openly kind of, you know, stare at, like, all of the awesome things that are in his office before I sit mm-hmm. down. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a chair in front of his desk. He sits, he sits at his desk and uh, motions for you to sit down. And uh, He says, oh, well, Harronius, you see. Uh, yes, well... Uh, he, he is, uh, he is, he, he is a little different from the rest of us, shall we say. Uh, he travels, and he, you know, honestly, it's, it's very wonderful that he recruits so many more to our, to our type of, to our, um, college, but I will warn you that, uh, hmm, he does not get along too well with all of the other magisters here. And, uh, because of that, I just... It might not always be best to mention his name immediately, if you if you if you understand. I mean, I I personally am uh, quite fond of Hieronius. I, I I believe his his uh, his own ways are are just fine. But uh, uh, some of the some of the uh, uh, astromancers in this uh, in this college uh, don't really get along with him quite as well. So. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, we, we accept, uh... I start looking around for, like, a name placard on his desk, by the way. Oh, you, as he you, continues to talk, as he's never want, introduced himself. You want his name? <laughs> right, right, you want to ask his name? He does not have a name placard, if you want to. Uh, if did there's you enter, no You didn't really placard. introduce yourself, either, so. No, I did. Oh, you did? Well, I introduced myself to The Apprentice. Oh, okay. Presumably The Apprentice told him what my name was. Uh... He is uh, Master Ruprecht. R-U-P-R-E-C-H-T. Okay. Uh, Ruprecht? Yes. Um, okay. Continue. Um, yes. So, uh, anyway, he, uh, he, uh, he said, so you are already an apprentice, I understand. Yes. Um, uh, Hieronius uh, showed me one or two things, and, um... I seem to have something of a knack for it, if I do say so myself. There was, um, um, there was actually, on my way here, uh, we, we happened to encounter a, a ferocious um, uh, group of mutants. Oh, no. And, uh, uh, and I was able to use my newfound knowledge to some good success in the encounter. Oh, really? Well, that is, that is excellent. It is good to see... Some of the apprentices being able to fend for themselves, you know, it's, it's, many, far too many of them are simply too prissy, I tell you. That is, that is the good thing about Hieronius. He picks out people who, who know a little bit about the world. Uh, you, you have traveled, I guess? Um, uh, well, actually, I, um, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, apprenticeships are long, and, and what I would say is that, uh, well, you can have an apprenticeship here. You know, I, you, I, we, we would have to discuss such a thing. And, of course, there is a large fee for, for this. But the, the equipment here, he motions over his stuff, is exceptional. You will learn second to none. However, uh, you know, I, I don't... You're wearing your common clothes, right? Not your... Ah, uh, yes. Clothes. I need he's to a, change clothes. Right. So he's, well, you know, often some, some many people of common birth... I assume you are of common birth, sir. Yes. Uh, of common birth, well, they cannot always afford such. And we are actually one of the most expensive uh, uh, colleges and all. And that is where Heronius comes in. He is often willing and able to take in apprentices who uh, do not have the means to, to join us here in Altdorf. And so my recommendation to you, sir, would be to, uh, well, 
to gain the seasoning that uh, he he so recommended and seek him out once again. Um, Hieronius, honestly, is actually quite easy to find for a man who travels as much as he does. You you remember his look. He, he Hieronius has a sort of like big frizzy white hair, and he wears like a blue cloak with stars and stuff on it. So it's okay. very obvious. So when you when when you saw him, uh, kind of who he was and what he was about. Um, he says, because he's so well known um, that uh, you you can ask along riverside uh, inns and track him down without too much difficulty, generally. That is what I recommend to most of his apprentices, though, honestly, most of them don't make it to full wizard. He, his, his, let us say, his, uh, his knack for recruiting is better than his uh, knack for making full-fledged wizards. I see. Um... And uh, p- perhaps you could tell me, um, is uh, when when my apprenticeship is completed, then I would return here. Is that correct? Uh, you may. Uh, either Hieronis himself could continue your training if he has the time. He does travel often. Uh, but if uh, if you are made a full member, uh, then there are dues to be paid, whether or not you are actually training here. You must pay into our fine college, of course, as as all uh, wizards do. Um, but uh, yes, you could either return here and uh, you could learn from one of us. Uh, it is possible, or perhaps you you know you could continue your training with uh, Master Blitzen. I see. Well. Um it, it seems that it is to be my lot to continue traveling then. But I say, um, uh, uh, do you think it would be possible for someone to show me around a little bit? I confess I am driven with curiosity about this magnificent structure, and I would most like to see a, more of it. He says, well, uh, he, he, he kind of looks out the window at how far the sun is still up. He says, I could have someone, I could have an apprentice show you around for uh, another 20 minutes or so, if that would satisfy. But perhaps uh, you could make an appointment with uh, one of the true magisters uh, within a week or two, I'm sure. They would have some time for you. Okay, uh, that sounds wonderful. Um, w- one last question. Um, I presume there is some sort of library in this tower? Oh, yes, there are two. Um, is there any way that I could have access to one of them? Um, uh, something of um Well, I like to read, you see, and uh, I'm always looking for the opportunity to um, pursue my hobby. If I could... Well, uh, he says, well, I'm very sorry, sir, but uh, if you... Unless you are... A, a full student here that uh, really is not possible. You know, I would recommend travel to the bookstores in Altdorf. They are actually quite extensive. Uh, you can find books on astronomy, as I, I assume that is your interest, yes? Yes, I am very interested there in astronomy. There are excellent certainly. books on astronomy that are not just within our library. Um, the uh, And if you go to booksellers, you, you will find you will find some, yes. Uh, I look positively crushed. <laughs> when he says I can't go into the library. But uh, I say, well, all right, I suppose. They are so expensive. And I just kind of... Okay. Uh, he summons an apprentice who uh, shows you around briefly. The apprentice seems to be in quite a bit of a hurry. Uh, but he happily shows you just kind of 
just the general layout of the place and the different windows and viewing stations and telescopes. But pretty quickly, the 20 minutes is up, and he says that he has some uh, carrying, sweeping, and other servant like duties. To I do. ask him where the library is. Uh, he says both libraries are uh, uh, near the top of the building, and you guys have only gone about a third of the way up. Okay. And he shows you out. Okay. Uh, I go back to the bar, whatever his name was. Um, the one that we're at? Yeah. Right. I told you guys I would meet you there in a couple of hours. Okay, so you start heading back towards the... Okay, so you guys were uh, being kind of taken around the city. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he, he shows you the docks area where ships uh, kind of come in and out. There's a, there's a canal that leads out of the city. Um, and, uh, he, uh, yeah, he, sh- he shows you kind of where the main market area is. There's all sorts of people selling, uh, you know, weapons and armor, as well as just various I items. Look, and I look longingly. <laughs> uh, there's just all sorts of things, but the, the uh, Warhammer section. <laughs> And the chainmail section. Uh, he recommends that if you if you want to buy anything, this would be a good time because um, uh, the people are closing up shop. Maybe later, my friend. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe later when I have money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, here you uh, got <laughs> I have like two gold. Oh. Uh, are they selling more than me? Medicine, no, oh, oh, yeah, you can easily find okay. lots of herbs. Uh, I buy a bunch. And I remarked to uh, Captain Alexander that I have a growing interest in the healing lores. Uh, he says, well, it's excellent that people are injured so often. Like, uh, these people I like know, Brutus are injured quite often. Such a dangerous for, world. For, for me, I, I choose not to fight, generally. It's why I hire men like Brutus to stay on See, board. having a ship surgeon could, could, could come in handy, right? Ha ha ha. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Um... So yeah, they're they're a shilling a piece, okay. uh, whatever the regular price is. I'll give you uh, I'll give you four shillings. I'll buy eight in that case. Okay. So um, is there anything else that you wanted to buy while you were in the market square? Um, Did you get my four shillings. Okay. Um, I'm pretty much any, good. Can't think of anything else. Okay. Uh, um, all right. He uh, he takes you to uh, um, he takes you to a couple of the temples. They're so they're quite they're quite. You had something to do with keeping like you in the party. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no new character time. New character I sent him on another quest. Uh, <laughs> you can come back in four weeks. Uh, um, okay, so. Uh, as um, as you guys are, as he's showing you the uh, our, so let's let's finish up with with you so uh, at, at the completion of your village vi- vision sorry you kind of fall backwards and uh, you're kind of slowly get your senses back together. Um, uh, he goes and he bows to the the priest. Uh, says, the priest has a kind of somewhat surprised look on his face, which kind of rushed up and. Touched it, but he doesn't seem to be surprised. He says, uh, "He says it looks to me that you have uh, had a vision." Uh, Oi, mate, is very profound. You, you sir, are quite. Uh, you sir are quite blessed. He, uh, he touches. He, touches, he, he, uh, he reaches out to touch your forehead, and he and says, 
Yes, sir, you are quite blessed. Uh, it is wonderful to have a dwarf here in part of our, to be part of our oh, wonderful group. But I love this people so much, mate. It's taken me so long to find it. But I must be moving on. Because, uh, uh, yes, well, the, the work of Sigma takes many avenues, if you, if you understand my meaning, and uh, I hope that yours is fruitful. Um, Please come back any time. We, we, we love to see a dwarf, and especially one so devout. Uh, tell me, mate, uh, I did the book, how might one such as myself get a message to say anywhere? What sort of message to whom? Um, I need to send a letter to uh, Drasselheim. Do you know where that is? Drasselheim? That's in the north? Uh, uh, it's actually... Exactly. Uh, it's along the banks of the river, right? It's got quite a temple of Sigmar itself, but nowhere near the splendor of this one. Yes, well, there, there are couriers. Um, if you find a courier, they will know the cities on the right better than, than myself. Uh, I, I am from the north. I, I don't know this Drasselheim. Well, thanks much, but, mate. But, uh, yes, if Altdorf is a, is a large city, you will have no trouble finding a courier. I'm sure I'll be back if I'm in Altdorf again in the near future. Or uh, the far future. Yes, our doors are always open for you. Trax right. goes back to the main room and waits for Manny to come get him. Uh... So you're you're walking outside, or you're at the back to the entrance area. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but by the time you guys, by the time you guys are walking up to the Temple of Sigmar, you're about done with your uh, your trip down to the room with the crown, and uh, um, you see them down at the bottom of the stairway, of the big stairway that leads up into the temple. All right. they're, they're being shown around by uh, some guy with this huge black beard. Uh, who is kind of waving and pointing to things. Alright, Trix goes down the stairs to meet him. Uh, ah, there's uh, my friend Dwarf that I was telling you about. Quite, quite a fearsome, quite fearsome in combat, I must say. Really? Well, for, for a man like Brutus to say, that must mean it is true. Ah, well, I mean, it's Alexander Kogushnikov, it is great to meet you, sir. I'm, uh, I'm Trix Khan. So, uh, where are we up to, mates? <laughs> He says, well, I couldn't, I could not believe it, but they say dwarf wood might help on my boat. I, I own a boat, and we, we, I travel around Empire. Or, uh, the rest of these lads on your boat? I believe so, yes. We have, uh, there is a young, uh, young Marion Berger, uh, I, I think he will meet us at the bar. Oi, boats, I love them. You love boats? I can't get enough <laughs> My eyes kind of widened for a second. My head. He says, I have had only one dwarf before you in my service, but it is pleasure to have dwarf. Uh, pleasure to be on the boat, mate. <laughs> he says, I'm still trying to figure out where to take my brandy. There is a number of good places to, to sell brandy. That's uh, your cue. He says, That's he my says, cue. He says, yes, on. we're going to Bogenhofen, remember? <laughs> oh, yes, Bogenhofen. They love the brandy there. <laughs> Bogenhofen. Let's go to the bar. We will discuss. You know, you know life is like oyster. We, we open now. Come, the, the lonely quarter is excellent. No, don't we want to go to the business, right? No, I'm going to go to Bogenhofen. Oh, I don't have that room. 
Alright, so, uh, you guys, uh, head over to the, uh, the Lonely Coast, which is actually just across the way from this huge, uh, cathedral. Um, I assume I have no problem finding it. Uh, no, I mean, you guys, yeah, you head to the center of town. Once you're there, it's pretty easy to find it. Like, people know where it is once you're, once you're in that area. Um, and who would get there first? I think uh, you probably would get there second, actually. Um, so, probably. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so you folks enter. It's a, it's a pretty, pretty nice establishment, uh, as you, um, and you're, you're seated immediately next to the bar, um, but at a table. And, uh, there's, there's a serving lady who, who comes along momentarily and asks for what you want. When she sees Alexander, her eyes kind of open up and she says, uh, um, she, she says that she'll, that she'll, uh, um, that she'll, uh, fetch Sergey and, uh, be back in a moment. And, and she kind of bustles off. Goes into the kitchen. So uh, he motions for you guys to sit down, and he has a seat. Uh, so when do you think we'll be leaving? Um, where the, you know, I have my, I have most of my cargo at this point. Uh, I would like to leave soon. I was hoping to hire a crew for a ship to help sail and uh, be off as soon as possible. Okay. Hey, there's yeah, a, I think there's a gambler friend of ours that might be interested. <laughs> she can find him. Either, <laughs> Um, he says, uh... Very easy enough to find. But first, we must, we must order vodka. That is why I'm here. Where, where is Sergei? And, uh, as he's kind of wondering where Sergei is, a, uh, a, uh, kind of dark-haired man enters from the kitchen, and, uh, they exchange greetings, and, uh, he, judging by his accent, they, and they start speaking in, uh, is this his, like his Is this like a his Levian bar? You know, it kind of is. Uh, it's called, it's called the Lonely Kosar, and Kosar is sort of a, uh, Kislevian term, and uh, yeah, you, they, they, uh, the serving girl handed out menus, and you see that there are various things that you recognize from your time in Kislev. Um, so, yeah, it is, and so uh, so uh, Sergey comes out of the back, and, and he says, oh, Alexander, and they, they start uh, talking about uh, old times, and quickly Sergey goes back and brings out this large bottle of a clear liquid and sets it in the center of the table and leaves it with you. Um, and, uh, he says, and uh, Alexander says, uh, "All right, who, who will be first? And he, uh, right. there's, there's, a, there's numerous small. He's brought out uh, a, quite, a, quite a few small glasses for you guys to drink out of. Oh, like the brain, like a brandy glass, or, or um, like a whiskey glass. Yeah, more like a whiskey glass. Yeah. And he, he pours uh, each of the glasses about a quarter full and, and hands them out. He says, "To all friends and good times." And he yeah. leads, leads a cheer. Um. All right. Uh, Triax takes his water skin. Chug of water. <laughs> uh, you're, not drink, you're not drinking the vodka. Nope. Okay. He says, "Oh, this is excellent vodka, dwarf. You must try." I uh, I never drink vodka. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I see. Well, you are the first sober dwarf I have ever met. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of kind of, kind of odd. The store, but yeah, he knows his stuff. Um. Alright, I'll try this, even though it's not good for my health. <laughs> Alright, you have a swig, alright. Uh, oddly enough, you need to make a consumer alcohol test uh, uh, right, uh, as soon as you finish the first glass. Was that just a straight up toughness for me? Um, yeah, it's a toughness, oh. unless you have 
Could you alcohol? It's a basic skill. You can look over there. I think I need to make it if I have some alcohol. I fell. Yeah. Our coach didn't have it either. Toughness test. Are you drinking it too? I'm not there yet. Uh, Toughness. I fail by one degree. I fail by two. Okay, you guys are feeling buzzed, but there's no like game effects to it. Um, oh, it's been a long time. Good old vodka. It's hard, hard to get in the uh, empire, you know. Yes, it's especially the good vodka. You know, it is it is a, the highlight of come to Altdorf is to come to Lonikosa and and, and uh, have Sergey pull out a old bottle. I've not been to Altdorf in years, but yeah, I remember this. Yes, it has been a long time, but uh, yes, we have been to this bar before. You remember? Oh, I remember you, Sergey. How's it going? Uh, he's back in the kitchen now, oh. but. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, at this point, Nigel uh, walks in, and you see them. They've already corralled the table, opened vodka, and started drinking. All right, I look um, quite depressed. Nigel, my friend, you look like you could use a drink. I sit, I sit you down. I sit. I look down. up. I'm like, oh, uh, hello, hello, yes, um, good to see you again. I go over. He says, Nigel, you do not look as uh, happy as earlier today. Yes, well, um, I don't want, really want to talk about it. How about, uh, how about some of that vodka you promised me? Oh, yes, vodka would cheer up anyone, I promise! <laughs> he, 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 uh, he pulls out one of the glasses and fills it about a third of the way up and hands it to you. If you finish this, you will be a strong man. If you finish all the way full, you are a very strong man. Alright, I try, I down it. You down it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, make, no half measures. Make a willpower test. Do you have to alcohol? No. If I you consume alcohol, you can have a, a plus twenty on it or something. But you fail. Uh, you kind of choke it down, but you know you get it down. It's just it's not pretty. You know. <laughs> 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 what the hell is this? He does you want to like ah, oh, this is your first time for vodka. I can tell. I nod. Anything. <laughs> it just looks like a mead drinker. <laughs> <laughs> You say that again. That's <laughs> 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 failed your test. There's like a little bit left at the bottom. He's like, oh, you must finish. <laughs> <laughs> I attempt to finish it. Uh, you get the rest down. Uh, uh, make a make a consume alcohol. I presume that's toughness. Yes. Mm, fail. Alright, you're you're feeling pretty buzzed already, which is you know, there's no game effect. But uh, you're feeling pretty buzzed already. See, just from that. see don't you feel better already? <laughs> That's um vodka, you say? Oh yes, and not just vodka. This is excellent vodka. Really? Oh yes. He said, ah, yes, it, 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 it coats your mouth, you know, it is good, it is good. He, <laughs> he, he pours himself another glass, and he fills his own about halfway up, and uh, starts to drink, starts to sip at it. Um, I'll take another uh, drink, if you will. Okay. Perhaps, um, if you um, were to mix it with something, I say hopefully. Mix it with something? <laughs> are, you, are you crazy, man? Uh, that's pretty much heresy. I would not uh, speak of such things to a... He, says, he, he leans over towards you and he, he says, says, he says I, I have known people to cut it with water occasionally. Says, but it is a sign of meat that won't do. Well, I say, well, um, I admit I am perhaps not quite the uh, 
drinker that you are. Um, uh, where's that dwarf? He usually has some water on him. <laughs> usually, I'm gonna come back with some water in the building. He's a human camel. There you, there you are. I didn't see you down there. Could I, could I have some water? <laughs> uh, I'm sure the bartender can even water me. Uh, oh, I might. I got plenty to go around. Uh, thank you. Alright, I mix up some weakened vodka <laughs> and I start drinking that. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, he kind of makes inquiries into, uh, you know, where are you all from? Like, so tell me, Coachman, what, what is your what is your history? Why are you uh, in Orkut today? Oh, I just want to explore the world. I, I originally wanted to come out and uh, make a lot of money, but that seems more difficult. Than well, you I can explore the world and make money. It is that is why it is wonderful that you are going to help on board. I will pay you so you will make money and you explore the world at the same time. No, I'm well, you are you are an aspiring uh, physician, you say. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is that is wonderful. Um, I <coughs> so um, uh, anyway, uh, so he kind of makes some. He, he kind of catches you up on old times a little bit. Tells you about his family. Uh, he says how um, the kids are doing. <laughs> yeah, they, like like I said earlier, they kind of moved off and and whatnot. He says. Uh, but you, you remember uh, Dimitri? He was a guy that he used to work on the boat with. Um, he says, uh, "Yes, well, uh, that's what poor, poor man. He uh, he developed uh, oily skin condition and bulging eyes. This was uh, just uh, last just uh, last month, yes, and uh, we had to throw him overboard. Yes, yeah, yeah. he was becoming fish. I tell you." Becoming a fish? I don't know. It's just crazy. You know, these, these times, I do not understand. It, it is worse in Kislev than it is in Empire. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I tell them about the, uh, like, mutant freaks that we had to fight off on right. the here. I want to quietly, like, drink a lot, by the way. <laughs> I'm feeling very depressed, and I'm planning on getting very drunk. Okay. All right. So if he's got that bottle available, I'm so you're gonna to pour it for yourself some more. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna you know continue he, to mix he, it with water, but right. Uh, okay. Um, so uh, who was having a second drink? You were, and you're having a watered down drink. I'm having. Uh, yeah, I'm pass. drinking until I pass out, basically. Okay, you uh, I'm, I'm make good. make another toughness test. Plus twenty. Uh, you you get plus plus twenty on this since yours is watered down. I make it by several degrees. I make that one. Okay. You're feeling about the same. Um, uh, okay. Uh, the uh, uh, Sergey, his his friend, kind of walks over and says uh, uh, that he'll he'll take your order. And uh, oh, and, hey, Sergey. And, and, and uh, it's, been a, it's been a long time. He he actually hardly remembers you, but he uh, he uh, he kind of points out some various things on the menu and uh, and. Uh, Kind of turns back. It says, it says he'll be back in a few minutes. And, uh, I'll have the uh, stroganoff. So there's uh, actually have some things written down. So there actually. So he brings out some onions and potatoes. It's kind of a this sort of a side dish that he just leaves in the middle. Okay. And uh, and uh, Alexander says, uh, you know, in this in this part they serve borscht. You cannot find borscht many places in Empire. Right? Oh, borscht. It's been a long time since I had that. Not since Kislev. <laughs> Is it like vodka? Uh, no, no, it is, it is a soup. It is made with, uh, what is the word, beetroot? Uh, it is made with beets. 
It is excellent. You I will not have borscht. You should try. <laughs> <laughs> it is so delicious. Uh, Would you like no, no. They, they only charge three penny for it here. It is excellent. Oh, you sold me. Alright, uh. Perhaps I'll just have some of that cabbage. Onions and potatoes, but. Oh, I assumed if it was Russian, it had to include cabbage. I'm uh, sorry. They didn't have. No, no cabbage. Um, uh, it looks like the other, some sort of the main meat item is this, uh, is something called, uh, shashklit, which is like a kebab thing that they, that they I sort of meat order on exactly what, uh, Alexander orders. Alright. He, he, uh, for you, he orders all, he orders the entire, all three things that they're offering. Okay. Which is, uh, four shashklit and, uh, some meatballs. How much money have. is it gonna cost? Yeah, he doesn't, he, he's ordering it for you. He's oh, paying. okay. Meatballs sound safe. Uh, I'll get some of those. Okay. He said, ah, the kotkiti, it is excellent, but it's, uh, it's two pennies. Alright. For the, for a couple of meatballs. Um, and, uh. I order it, but I don't eat very much of it. I kind of pick at it. Okay. Uh. I'm concentrating more on drinking. Okay. Uh, so, you make, make another one. This time, uh, you're, as you're weakening, you don't get the bonus anymore. Should I get the actual box here? Zero five. So you can... Uh, right. You're, you're holding up for some reason. I'm attempting to get drunk and I'm failing miserably. <laughs> I can pull out the actual vodka so we can like truly roleplay this. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm going to start switch... I'm going to switch to drinking the straight stuff. This watered-down stuff doesn't seem to be doing anything no, for me. No, <laughs> as well. Huh? Um, okay, so as you, as you guys are um, uh, kind of waiting for your food, uh, sort of a... This, Character kind of walks into the bar and the whole pl- into the restaurant slash bar and the the whole place kind of goes quiet when he enters. He's he's uh, a big guy wearing a dark clothing. He's got a big scar all the way across his face and the whole place kind of hushes up. And um, he heads mute, o- mute the noise. He uh, <laughs> he uh, heads over he heads over to the corner and um uh um. He heads over to the corner, and there's but there's people at the table, and he kind of scowls at them, and they they leave the table, and he sits down by himself in the corner as the people make their way to a different table, and uh, he sits with his back to the wall in the corner, um, and uh, Alexander says, "I have seen him before. That he's uh, he's not a man to tangle with." And he says, uh, "Oh yeah, who is he?" I don't know name, but I have seen him here in Ostorf before. Uh, he says, uh, "Do not worry. He will not. He will not trouble us if we do not trouble him." And uh, and uh, he goes back to uh, uh, talking about the, uh, the various things. And he says, "So you were saying something about Borgenhofen now? What what was this?" Oh, I was saying I'm sure the brandy would uh, be uh, good to sell there. He says, oh, it is, that is true. I was thinking of taking to Camperband, where Brandy always sells well. But, uh, you know, in Borgenhafen, they have festivals. They have an excellent festival. It is coming up uh, very shortly. He says, in fact, uh, look right there on the wall. And he points up to the wall where there's a uh, sort of a poster of, uh, you know, maybe a flyer. And it has the word Borgenhafen written on it. And uh, actually, have the flyer. Read it. You can't read it, but well, I can read it. Oh, true. <laughs> hey, you're drunk. You can't read it. No, I can. I'm not drunk yet. As oh, much okay. as I would want, as much as I want to be, I've succeeded on too many tough tests. Uh, he says, "Yes, there is a there is this uh, festival." Oh no, 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 my friend, you I know, know, you know I can't read. Can you I read it out? I read it out. It's just a few few days, no? 
You know I can't read, my friend. Um, yes, um, Pitiful. Pitiful, what is that? Uh, I check, check the calendar. Um, yeah, Mitterful, Spring Equinox. So that is in one, That's two, one. seven days, eight days. It's this day right here. It's the number one there. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven days away. Yes, it's, um, it starts in seven days. He says, it's, it's, uh, it's good timing because it will take five days to, to, get, to, to get there if we go by boat. That sounds like great timing. I'd love to check out the festival. That is an excellent festival. You know, know, festivals like like to drink. That is true. That is true. You know, I think uh, you you make a good point. You like land's greatest traveling fair. I wonder what that is. Yes, I, I believe it, that fair is not always in Bogen often, but on that day, it is, I think this is how it works. I don't well, go to festivals so often. It does say traveling fair, so I assume that, you know, it does travel. Yes, yes. So you need another drink. He <laughs> <laughs> refills your glass. I will also take another drink. All right. Man, so damn good to see you. <laughs> yes, it has been so long. It is, it is good. I, I always enjoyed your company, Brutus. Um, what's her name there too? Um, no, she's she's not there. Uh, okay. Put this in the back with the other hand. I can see more alcohol. Oh, I fail. <laughs> All right. Uh, at this point, you have uh, minus fives across your characteristics, except for except for uh, fellowship when it comes to other drunken people. <laughs> there you have plus five. Okay. Uh, I finally fail a test. All right. That's your first one, right? No, no, the second, no, second one. All right, you you additionally have minus. We're fives. warming up. We're warming up to each other. Uh, <laughs> minus fives across. Yes. Um, but now you I say, you know what I need to take my mind off this? A game of dice. Let's play. <laughs> uh, if only we had a uh, Jacques with us. Is that what his name? Philippe. Uh, Philippe. Yeah. Where is that old codger? Uh, um. So as um. So, uh, I take it, uh, so, so when you, um, so he, so he asks, uh, so tell me, what is, uh, what's bring you down so much? You don't explain to us. Yeah, come on, why are you in such a bad mood? Well, the people I came here to see are, well, they're not unfriendly, but they are not exactly welcoming. Hmm. Who, who so, did you come to see? Are you talking about Hieronymus' friends? Yes, well, then... Turns out, they're not quite as good of friends as I thought they were. Oh. Anyway, it seems I will be traveling on again sooner than I had expected. Oh, well, that's good news. You can travel with us. So, are, oh, you, you went through college? Yes, college. Ah, well, you know, I, I do not take much stock in College of Magic. They are a bunch of necromancers, I tell you. They, they uh, you know... One reason I do not like to come to Rantorf is because of those colleges, you know. I, I try to stay far away. Well, you're well too, you're, you're you're too, that's unfortunate, my friend. Because, you're too good for um, them. If you want me to travel with you, I, I, I'm, I have to say that even though, 
you know, even though they're perhaps not the most welcoming people in the world, I, I do admire them very much. They have, um, you know, contributed greatly to the beneficiary of the uh, empire. He says, at what rate? This is not true. I, I think they are in league with chaos. No, no. No, they're, um, they're good. What is for a factor, you guess? You see, see, this is a problem with academic man. He thinks all good, but he does not know. See, I talk to people. I go to, I go to port. I know. Have you ever gone and talked to them, my friend? Of course not. Why would I? I would go into the heart of the evil, the devil. No. Then how can you say you can't take him at face value? He's never spoken to one of them for the first time. (laughs) I tell you. There's nothing wrong with those people. They are, they are a powerful force for good within the empire. And if it weren't they, for them, and it weren't for them, like the entire land would be overrun with chaos. So what did you say? I, I, am not so sure. And as, as you guys are chatting, another uh, group kind of makes their way into the, uh, into the tavern, and this group is a little bit different. It's a couple of nobles. They're like very well dressed, young, young men. And they seem to have sort of red faces, and they're kind of falling over each other a little bit. And they're followed by uh, three armed men who are kind of looking out for them, it seems. I say, perhaps they would like to play some dice. Uh, why don't you talk to them? They seem like you're... A capital idea, I stand up. So the first one who walks in kind of turns back to the rest of his entourage, and he says, I see, Japs, what a quaint establishment. He says, let us drink here. No one drinks like a Kislevian. We will drink with the commoners today. And the other one goes, hey, hey we drink with commoners. <laughs> And they head up to the bar and they start ordering like crazy. Like they each order themselves like two shots of vodka and some beer, and uh, they, uh, they, I, they order some more for their for their guards. But the guards don't seem to be taking any. I head over to the bar where they're drinking. Uh, he says, uh, "One of them turns to you. You're still wearing your common clothes." Correct? I am. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, I see the smell of booze on this one. The other one says, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> He says, "You can't hold your alcohol like we can." And he says, he, he, t- uh, "He tips back. Uh, he tips back the first of the many shots that's lined up for him." I say, uh, "I say, uh, gentlemen, would you be interested in a game of chance?" Uh, I, 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 I could take you on any time, but not this time. You see, I have uh, been having a little much, but uh, maybe tomorrow, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> He has he has another shot. He says, "I would say, well, that's that's unfortunate, you know, that you are afraid to dice with me." But another time, I don't recall actually giving you permission to speak to me. Why don't you go sit back down? Any time that you uh, you feel like you're up for a challenge, you uh, you come and find me. One of the bodyguards kind of saddles in between you guys and says, "Hey, he's he he doesn't want to talk to you." Alright, I go back and sit down. Okay. Um, all right, so uh, they continue. They continue drinking and uh, and making snide remarks. As uh, um, <laughs> they would be, I, I say, hey, they would be perfect for those that lady that was traveling with us one day. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, and um, Alexander kind of motions you guys to lean forward and uses. 
you know, the, those novels, they're, they're all inbred, I tell you. They, they are, they are in need with chaos. Something should be done about it. They're not in leg. I have to say... The nobility is part of the empire, mate. It's all necessary. Oh, because as paranoid as you, my friend. I've never met anyone who's seen so many people are in league with chaos. Well, you have not been peace left. <laughs> this is true, and... Um, Except he's right about the magicians. <laughs> what you're saying is true. Perhaps I wish should, should not go there. Oh, Kizla's was a fine place. It's a little cold, but it's very appealing and endearing. <clears throat> yeah. Um, the uh, one of the, the the noble who who you were talking with kind of turns around, and you guys were seated next to the bar, so he kind of turns around and he says he says to you, uh, "Are you are you old enough to be here? Did your did your daddy let you in here? Are you sure it's okay for you to drink?" Are you sure you don't want to play a game of dice? Uh, he's, he he he, uh, he looks over at the rest of your table and starts chuckling to himself. He uh, he he tosses Manny a penny and he says, uh, "You know, you should go get that cloak washed. <laughs> it doesn't smell too I, good, I, I and, and it's got uh, and it's got uh, it's got some tears in it. There, you know." I throw it back at him. You I throw it back. Mm-hmm. He 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 slaps it out of the way. He says, "I don't need it. You come in or you need this." He, uh, oh, he, that wasn't very practical now. <laughs> uh, take it. <laughs> it's like, I'm saying, um, Triax, you know, I believe she's trying to pick a fight with us. He looks over, he looks over at the dwarf and he says, he says, uh, well, why are you so sullen? What's the matter with you? He doesn't drink. He doesn't, you know, I think I figured out why dwarves are never happy. He says, it's, I've been thinking about this a lot. It's this we always are with. This should be good. I, I, I've always wanted this myself, actually. I figured it out! He looks over at you and says, You are always unhappy because your women are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> That's it! I knew it! <laughs> he, he, he leans back and starts... You'd better take a real hard before opening that mouth again of yours, mate. He's like, what and why would, why would that be a problem? I'm telling you right now, the women are beautiful, and they will drink your human cooks under the table any day, any night. Oh, is that how you speak to me, huh? Do you know who I am? I don't care who you are anymore. Right, um, Get your arse out of here. I think, um, at, at you know, point, I think I heard him call your axe small, too. Uh, at, at this at this point, you hear kind of the screeching of a chair, and the and the, the common room starts to kind of go quiet again. And that guy who came in earlier, the sort of, you know, burly-looking guy who came in earlier, he takes a couple of quick strides and stands in between you, and he says, If you know what's good for you, fuckhead, you'll stay in your seat and leave this leave these men alone. I really wasn't going to fight any of you, shitheads. Hey, why don't you leave the dwarf alone, my good man? He hasn't done anything to you. He fuckhead. He he uh, he reaches over and shoves you by the shoulders, to make an agility test. Minus five, right? Uh, you get minus five for your alcohol content. <laughs> I turn to Alexander and I, I say, uh, uh, "Are eleven bars usually this lively?" Your your, your your chair falls over backwards, and your feet are up in the air as you're. On your back now. Oh, uh, okay. I scramble back up. All right. You 
make it to your feet. Uh, he, 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 st- he stands over you. He says, sit back down. Uh, make me. Uh, uh, he just kind of stands there looking over you. The chair is like I, all off to the side. I stare right back at him. Uh, the, 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 the two nobles just think this, think this whole scenario is just completely hilarious, and they're like doubling, they double over laughing, and their bodyguards actually have to lift them up to uh, keep them on their feet. And who the feck are you, mate? Uh, he leads over. You got a problem with me? What's your fucking problem, dwarf? Yeah, we both got a problem. You don't with sound you. very Kislevian. Are you from around here? Kislevian? Yeah. Oh, because it's, it's a Kislevian bar. It's a Kislevian bar. He completely, he doesn't even seem to, to hear you. He's kind of real intent on the other two. What's all of you doing? He kind of, he's, he's kind of looks uh, a little bit astonished and he's kind of like <laughs> pulling back a little bit. You know what, mate? You alright? I'm gonna get the feck out of here. And I will just leave. You're gonna, you're gonna take off? Okay. Yep. Um. Alright. He, uh. He looks over and says, that one knows his place. Uh, I guess so. I just sit back down. The, uh. Alright, the, uh. He, uh, he returns back to his seat in the corner, and the nobles kind of. They've kind of finished their drinks, and they say. One of, and one of them says, uh. Well, this place is, uh, I think we've seen enough of it. You know, well, let's go somewhere better. And they, they start to mosey on off. Okay. Um, and, uh... They... More vodka! <laughs> All right, go ahead. It's a large bottle that you have in front of you. Uh, I failed that one. Uh, okay, you're... Where are you at? Third, on third, the, third, third you're on the third one? Well, I failed three times. Alright, you're on the minus tens now. Uh, if you fail again, we're rolling on the uh, stinking drunk table. Okay. Um, um, so, uh, oh, I say, Alexander, um, <clears throat> what exactly are you doing? I mean, carting goods around the Empire. Isn't that a bit, you know, tame? For a burly Kozlivian like yourself, I would think you'd be off fighting giants or something. Not a lot of profit. But then I, I, I do not wish to fight. Says, uh, you, you, you come on my boat, you'll see. We have such a good time and there is no fighting to be had. It is wonderful. It is one of the reasons I only travel to Kislev for, you know, from time to time. It is uh, the way it is safer here in the Empire. Alright, I'll go. One condition. You have to take back what you said about the colleges. To, to, take, to, take, to take what back? That they're in league with chaos. I will not travel with somebody who believes that the colleges are in league with chaos. So right. How do you know that they are not in league with chaos? Because I know people who are part of that organization, and they are good, upstanding people. I whispered people. to Alexander while he's talking, like, just you. <laughs> uh... He uh he gets a smile on his face and he says, "All right, but <laughs> with your chaos." <laughs> good, good. I am glad we agree. I down like the rest of the bottle. I smile. I, I smile on it. Uh, I minus ten on this one. 
Uh, I fail. All right, roll on the stinking drunk table in the book. Is that a percentile? Uh, I don't know. Can someone pull that up, please? I don't know exactly where it is. You found it very quickly. <laughs> it's not a very large book. It is a percentile. Okay. 21. Uh... No effect. You can act normally with a 30% penalty to weapon skill, ballistic skill, agility, and intelligence. That puts right. my intelligence into the eggs. <laughs> wow. That puts your intelligence into the eggs. Do you still want to die? Yes. I'll die. All right. You're, 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 you're basically completely incoherent at this point. I will die. Hey, you want to die still? Um, your guys' food arrives, and... Uh, it also uh, puts my agility into the and, eggs. Uh, comes back into the bar. He's like, I don't know where the fuck I'm going now. <laughs> Where's this stinking boat that it's supposed to be on? Way to stand up for your Oh, Triax! Welcome back! Your, your food has just arrived as you walk back into the tavern a few minutes later. It's good to see you. Um, that's he a nice hat. <laughs> he says, uh, yeah, um, Alexander says, oh, Triax, you, you return to the time for food. He says, try the Porsche. That's not your hair. That's a hat. <laughs> You must excuse that. First time with vodka, you know? Just everything in this whole stinking place wants me to take me axe and hack them down. And I'm trying by Sigmar and trying to not do it. But Jesus. Hey, if anyone gets in your grill, you don't need an axe. You can just pound them with your fist, you know? Uh, but you gotta stand up for yourself, Tor. With the axe is far. Well, I mean, you can't settle the axe in, like, a bar fight, you know. You'll go to jail. Um, why is that? Because you'll go to prison. You don't want that. But Axes get... are for wood. But your life's not in danger here, my friend. You just need to stand up for yourself, you know. But if you want to hack up I, I did table, come here to fight I'll help you. Yeah, I didn't come here to fight either, but, like, if someone's going to uh, get my grill like that and, like, Start uh, insulting dwarven women. Like I wouldn't stand for that. If I was a dwarf. But you you're just... a dwarf. You don't look like a dwarf. You can't go baiting people down, mate. They can insult your women and be complete arseholes, but you just have to let it go. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't think I can let that go. What do you think, Manny? Would you let that go? You let someone shove you to the floor and you let it go. I don't let it go. I say, I yeah, need to take did. a piss. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, is there like a bathroom or something at this uh, bar? Yeah, there's generally right, a privy out the back. I stagger back to the privy. Alright. You. It's, it's smelly, but normal. I thought I thought Triax here had my back, but apparently not. Um. Sigmar united the dwarves and the humans to stop that very kind of brutality. Uh huh. I'm telling you, my ancestors from the way, way back yards would have killed that man for way less. But I'm... We're civilized now, because of the Empire. Uh, the uh, bottle of vodka is starting to look, uh... starting to get low, and the food has mostly disappeared off your plates. Uh, um, it's, been, it's getting a little bit late. And, uh, you know what? Fuck this. He just takes the vodka and drinks the rest. <laughs> uh, I already tried to do that. Uh, there's still some left. Uh, I, I didn't think you drank. 
I don't. Alright. Welcome to the club! Make, make, make two for two not Jesus, I'm in your club now. I might as well count myself. <laughs> it's not so bad! Once you get used to it. Isn't that right, Alexander? Uh, I was, sorry, I was, uh, I was, I was looking at the dwarf as he drink a title portal. Fail and fail. Fail and fail, alright. Uh, you have minus fives across the board. Except for your fellowship, which is at plus five. For other drunken people. Alright, uh, Alexander says, well, well, no, this vodka is gone, we must return to both. They don't, I have a little bit more of it on the boat. That sounds like a capital idea. Uh, to the boat! <laughs> I stand up. Alright, uh, I try to, I, I help him keep standing. Alright, uh, he, he, I can stand, I say, as I half fall over, pushing you away. <laughs> Alright, uh, he pays for Brutus's meal, but the rest of the meals are about eight bennies altogether. I do the Brutus penny track method. If I feel like I've spent some offline. Eight pennies is almost a shilling. It's a good, it's a good uh, method. Eight pennies is almost a uh, shilling. Just don't cheat. But it's eight pennies altogether. No, it's eight pennies per person. Oh, really? Yeah. I give him a generous tip. I give him a shilling. Alright. I give them a shilling because I don't want to keep the pennies. Uh, Alright. Um, okay, so we're... Okay, it's dark out. And uh, um, he starts leading and maybe leading a, in a more literal sense for you. Uh, yeah, I'm staggering all over the street. Yeah. I start I start singing. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I start singing an old Mary and Bergia. Uh, London, London Bridge is falling down. <laughs> okay, uh, you guys uh, move through the, the busy streets, and as you as you kind of are um, approaching the uh, after a little bit after a little bit of traveling, you're, the streets aren't quite as well lit, and there's a few less people. Um, and at that moment, moment, everybody can make a perception test. Um, uh, let's see. I have plus uh, 20 on with, that. It's uh, minus 10. All right, so I just need to roll an 8. Yeah. Succeed. I succeed even with the uh, penalty. Succeed. Okay. So you're, you got the drunken penalty and just the regular yep. minus 10, right? I yep. succeed right on the nose. 21 okay. is what I needed, and I rolled a 21. Okay. Um, you... So you, you got it right on those. Did anybody get a degree of success? Oh, I did not get a degree of success. Okay. Um, you kind of detect as you're just sort of walking around that there's somebody following you. You're not sure what it is, but you kind of just you see somebody kind of move off. Six, and you look, Mr. Sixth Sense. You look back. Is that Wade? <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Um, that there's... So you, you think someone might be following you. You see a, you see a, a figure, and it kind of moves off into the shadows uh, behind you. Uh, I say, I think uh, somebody's following us. Oh, I think the same thing. <laughs> perhaps they um, really want to enjoy my singing. Uh, perhaps you should uh, keep silent and hurry along. I, like, start pushing them forward. Okay. I, I fall flat on my face when you push me. <laughs> I scramble back up. What did you do that for? I don't know. Alright, you guys continue on. Yeah. Okay. I keep, I keep uh, looking behind. There's some shady mon staring at you earlier today, too. Yeah. I tried to track him down, but couldn't find him. 
Okay. Uh, so after another minute or two goes by, make another perception test. Since you're looking, you can have plus 20. Uh, I'm not uh, looking, but I'll still roll it. Three degrees of success. Two degrees of success. Alright, you don't get the plus 20. One degree. <laughs> okay, um... You... You see that it's, um... It's, uh... Two... It's two figures. Uh, not, not one. Um... Is it the same two guys I wa- was walking towards? You know, it's the same sort of clothing that they were wearing, but you can't see their faces. But are they going like this, like constantly? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're not doing anything like that. But yeah, there's definitely some batting signs. There's definitely, but there's definitely two of them, and they're definitely following you. And they are wearing the same sort of clothing that those guys are wearing. All right, on the count of three, we turn around and we charge. Uh, I say they're probably those. Okay, guys. let's do it. One. Oh, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Two! Not ready, not ready. Three! I turn around and charge. I, so does I, 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 <laughs> I'm like, already grabbing him. I'm already grabbing him. What are we charging, by the way? Make, make a strength test. Make a opposed strength test. You guys. You're totally Do I have a penalty on this? Minus mm, 30? Utterly drunk? Well, you have the minus 5 or 10 or whatever you, so I gave you minus earlier. Minus 10. 30. You're at minus 10. The 30 doesn't apply to strength checks. Alright, I fail. By how much? By five degrees. Oh, okay, I beat you then. Alright, he, 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 he's kind of holding you by the arm anyway. He yanks you back. <laughs> so charging the two guys. Right. Hey, let me go! I say... Hey, you, you, run down the, you run down the alleyway, and the area where you had seen them is just not... There's no one there anymore. You, you sure are violent for a uh, young chap, aren't you? <laughs> you want violent? I'll show you violence! I take a swing at you. <laughs> Oh, that's not okay. uh, it's a good thing I have minus 30 to my weapon skill. You have minus 30? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that would have hit you. <laughs> I just grab your fist and like, put, you, like, put your arms behind your back. <laughs> Let me go, you brutish oaf! <laughs> uh, when we get brutish. to the... <laughs> <laughs> brutish oaf. Alright, I get a Triax comes back a, a little bit later. They, they're not there. They weren't there anymore. There's just nothing you can do when you're being followed. Uh, you cunts, come out here. We're right here. I'll, I will carry you over my back if you try to swing at me again. Now, are you going to behave and walk back with us to the boat? Or am I going to have to carry you back? I would like to see you carry me. That sounds grand. I, like, jump up on your back. Uh, I put him, like, I slack him over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to carry him? Yeah. Right, your movement's reduced to, I don't know, what's your movement? Four? I continue singing it's at the top to of my two lungs. while you're carrying him. Okay. I continue singing you're at over the top of my you're lungs. Over my you're over his, going you're, I'm, sure it's, I'm sure you're over the encumbrance limit. Well, I don't know, I'm not wearing anything. All my stuff is... Right, stuff. but he weighs quite a lot, so... Alright, it doesn't weigh that much, it's kind of shrimpy, isn't he? Well, I don't know. How close are you? You're carrying all my books, too, you realize. Yeah, he's got a satchel full of books that you're looking Hey, Dwarf, can you carry this guy's uh, books? I might have to tolerate that wee lad, but I'm not carrying him anywhere. <laughs> can you carry his bag? I'll, no! I'll hold his bag for you. All right. Let's just get to the books. All right, how much does he weigh without his bag? How much does he weigh? Yeah. Oh. Even if you have to take the movement penalty, you're still not going to be any slower than the Dwarf. Oh, okay. If without his books, it would just be probably minus one or so. Okay. Okay, it's minus one. 
I'll keep my sword on free. Okay. Um, so, uh, as you guys, as you guys, uh, head down, head down towards the end of the, end of this kind of long alley, make another perception test. Uh-huh. You guys are looking out, you can have plus, plus ten. <laughs> I fail miserably. Uh, one degree. A success. Um, one degree. Okay. Um, so you two see at the end of the alleyway, it looks like those those two guys again. They've like circled around and they're they're kind of they're, cr- they're crunched they're hunched in the in the shadows. At Are the they end in front of, of us? Or they're the worst pe- followers, pe- people at following ever. Um, they managed to get themselves spotted twice. Oh, I say, you guys... Yeah, I'll yell at that. Um, you well, guys don't well, hold, 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 hold on a second. So there's a bit more that you see. So you see that they're down at that end of the alleyway. And then you also see a... Uh, a uh, you can't really see what happened, but you hear a shriek coming from there. And uh, one of them falls over. And the other guy kind of looks down at him with... Uh, I guess you can't see his expression or anything, but he kind of like hunches over him. And then... Uh, um, a few moments later, uh, there's another shriek coming from the end of the alley. Uh, come on, Manny. Oh, yeah, I, I, I start up. running up there. I'll start running up there, carrying them. <laughs> okay. Um. I want a lovely bunch of coconuts. Here they are, standing in the road. Okay, um, so you, uh, Okay, so you guys, ru- you're like, running down to the end of the gallery to see what's going on? Yep, or? yeah. Okay. Uh, you arrive in time to see somebody running away, uh, carrying a bow. Um, and with, based on all your following of this guy earlier, you recognize him as that other guy from the Market Square uh, earlier. And he shot them both. Wow. And he's not running away. And he killed them? Mm-hmm. Or, they're dead, yes. They're lying in, in uh, crumpled heaps. Well, he shouldn't have killed them. <laughs> but he did, so we might as well take their money. <laughs> I don't know about that. We call this comes in yet again. Uh, yeah. this, is a, uh, this is a crime scene, after all. I would, I would be wary. Maybe would we you just... want to know why they were following us? I would. I start searching, covering through their stuff. I roll um, my eyes. I'll stand, I'll stand a little bit away. They, they aren't carrying really anything on them as far as possessions, but... Do make a search test anyway. Hey, there he's carrying an arrow. <laughs> you succeed. You succeed? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're you, you take a very careful look over their bodies and uh, when you when you're kinda like filter when you're kinda searching through the pockets of their of their shirts, yeah. you notice that um, the guy you're the guy that you're um, searching has some sort of odd tattoo on his breast. Hey Brutus, you know what this means? You can't really see it. It's mostly covered by the shirt. Oh. Uh, Brutus, you want to take a look at this? I try to point. Uh, do I notice the tattoo, or do I recognize the tattoo? So you kind of rip the shirt off a little bit, or unbutton some buttons, or something. To... Hey, rip, yeah, rip yeah, off uh, that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's very clear. It's a it's the uh, it's a it's a tattoo of a hand in this formation. Kind of right there. What it means it's about it's half the size of a normal human hand. You know, it's a little bit small. It's like a monkey hand. Okay. Do I? It's, 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 it I looks like a hand. It's just not full size. Or something. Do I know what it symbolizes? You've never seen a tattoo like that. Oh, okay. Uh, is it a left hand or a right hand? 
It's a right hand. Alexander, do you know what it means? He shakes his the head. The one that shot these he shakes two his head. He doesn't, parchment he doesn't seem to know anything about it. This is the same man who was looking yarly. Yeah, looking we you saw, down earlier. Yeah, all three of these guys were like looking at me earlier. I'll explain to you later why. Okay. Or why I think. Okay. So that's the. Watch explain to me too then. Mm, when we're on the boat, it's kind of, you know, we're in an alley. I don't want people over here. Okay, so that was the body of, of the first guy. Um, did you want to search the second one? Sure. I suggest we get the hell out of here. I start walking away. So, by a lot. Okay. You well, can check and see if he has the same tattoo. Yes. Uh, yeah, the other, so you take a look at the same area, and the other one has the exact same tattoo in the same location. Okay. Let me see an hand. Um... I'm sure this kind of thing unfortunately happens all the time. Might as well go to the boat. Uh, I wonder if Castor had that tattoo. Wait, did Castor have that tattoo? Uh, you, uh, you don't recall that. No. I don't think you stripped it naked, though. I did search it, but I didn't strip it naked. Yeah. You're not sure. Um, it wasn't in the description of him. That was in the documents. I can guarantee that much. <laughs> Uh, yes. Okay, uh, so you guys arrive at the boat um, a few minutes later. Okay. And, uh, there it is at the docks, there, so... I pretty much just pass out at this point. Alright, there, well, you're, you're being carried. I've had my fun. Yeah, um, well, I pass out while I'm being carried. Okay. Um, Alright, you guys arrive at the boat, and uh, there are chambers for, for each of you to, uh, quarters for each of you to... I dump him into one of the beds. Alright, they're all kind of small. I got first eight. Uh, I'm used to it. Okay. Uh, did you take damage somehow? No, it just he was still damage. damaged. Oh, okay. Well, you need to rest for twelve hours. Twelve hours. Like okay. this would start now since you've just been right. walking around and stuff. Yeah. Um. So I explained to uh, uh, Alexander in the headquarters like and Triax and Manny because they don't know either. Okay, I'll explain to all of them. Like, I explained to him, like, there's this guy that was, like, identical to me. In, like, virtually identical to me. But he has this deed. I show him, like, the deed to me. And, well, I don't know what it says. I guess Alexander can read. Is that Alexander can read? Uh, he can read, yeah. Yeah, I, I show him. You have to get the that stuff off of me. Yeah, I, I, I get you it. Could well, get, you could do that. I have, have to, like, rifle through my things to do it. I rifle through your things. <laughs> You're his charge, anyway. <laughs> So yeah, I show I show both the documents to Alexander. I was like, oh, that's uh, maybe one of the reasons why I want to go to this uh, fair. He, he, I, I see an opportunity, he and looks, he, looks, he looks pretty surprised. He's I, like, I kind of like opportunities. I did not know you were air. Wait, your name not Castor. Well, it could be Castor. I kind of uh, rather like Castor. What do you think? You are you are a spy man, Brutus. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is, a, it is an interesting idea. Uh, yes, well, I'm right? saying the old caster can't really use it anymore. Sure, I, I see why you wish to go to Borgenhafen. Yes, but Borgenhafen would be, it would be good for all. It would be, it would be wonderful. Oh, yeah, and if this actually works out, it'll be very wonderful for all of us involved. Trust me. Uh, yes, well, <laughs> I hope you can uh, cut in your friends. You Abs- know, if you that, have, that, you that's are. why I said trust me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is something better each day. I like this idea. <laughs> okay, um... You guys uh, go to sleep for the night. Um, Slutska was already on the boat, and she's already asleep. Um, Who? The, the girl. That's what a, girl? 
like it's like his. He has a deck partner. partner. His, uh, or the only one of his crew that didn't leave and go into Aldorf and oh, okay. desert his uh, desert his boat. Um, so we're going to be carrying this boat now. This should be interesting. <laughs> okay, so um, we gotta get what's what's that French guy's name? Philippe. Yeah, we gotta get Philippe on this. He's one um, man in a city of thou- hundreds of thousands. Well, I don't know why you'd want that ferry on this boat. <laughs> oh, I sure don't. Uh, okay, but you don't want anyone on the boat, so that's exactly. You've got to go yourself. It's because it's because their women are ugly. That's really <laughs> if I didn't have my own too. problems, I'd be wondering what the hell you're doing here. But uh, I'm not exactly that curious at the moment. <laughs> Um, all right, so um, you guys wake up in the morning. Uh, you knew your healing test. Yeah, I failed. Oh, you failed. <laughs> okay, so you guys wake up in the morning, and Muska um, oh. and Alexander have already been awake for a while. It seems, and they're uh, they're actually like, rigging up the sails and get and untying knots and kind of securing all the cargo very, very carefully. I'll get back. I sleep in until like noon or something ridiculous. Okay. What's that? I'll give them a hand. Okay. Prepping the boat um, or whatever they're doing. When, when you come outside, uh, um, uh, uh, Brutus says to you, uh, Brutus says to you, uh, Alexander says to you, um, Brutus, I, I've heard, uh, I've heard a rumor. Uh, it says that, you remember the, uh, the Nobros from last night, yes? Yeah. Uh, one of them is dead now. Uh, it was, he was killed last night. I am not sure, but uh, there are inquiries around Olsdorf. They are looking for you guys. They are looking for me too. But we had nothing to do with that. I know, but they are. They want. They want to question. You know, I. I do not like to be. I do not like Altdorf in general, and I do not like to be questioned. I, I think we must leave. I do not like to be questioned either. And we had. This was not our fault. We did nothing wrong. I know. But it is a we. You know, I think there were many people in that tavern, and maybe they tell on they, they I'm tell, tell me that we don't like noble. I think that big guy is probably the the one to blame. That they should be questioning him. Uh, oh yes, perhaps I I do not know, but uh, well, he's like a rather violent individual. Yes, but my my merchant friends are telling me that uh, people are looking for me and for a group. Uh, yeah, I agree. We should probably hightail it out of here. Yes, we really need to go to a courier service. Have uh, this letter delivered. Um, you're telling that to Alexander? Yes. Oh, uh, he says, well, you know, sorry, we are going to leave in 10, 15 minutes here. I, he points over to, this. you see office, go to office, uh, talk with them. Okay. You head over. To yep, this. I'll run over to the office. Okay, there's there's a couple of merchants there discussing things with some uh, various officials in the port in there and uh, just kind of doing their normal things. Uh, says I, I goes over to someone. It looks like they belong here. Uh, there's a number of officials with sort of uh, uniforms on. I need a uh, I need a courier to deliver this to uh, Drosselheim. Uh, um, to de- to deliver what, sir? This. Letter that uh. I didn't write because I don't know how to write. <laughs> you could dictate it to a scribe, perhaps. Uh, yes, that's exactly what I need to do. <laughs> uh, he said, "You, you, oh, you want a letter sent? Uh, yes, you can, you can send it. Uh, there are uh, couriers that uh, around. Um, 
you wish to you wish to send it by boat or you wish to send it by horse? However, it can get there, mate. Hmm, well, there uh, you could uh, you could find a boat headed south. Uh, where, where are you sending it to? Drosselheim. Drosselheim. Where is Drosselheim? It's towering the bell, but I don't it's, know. It's uh, down on the river. Down on the river. So it's uh, it's like south of uh, Fildorf, if you want to look at a map. Is it the same direction we're going? Mm, no, not at all. Here, I'll show you. All right. Um, where is Aldorf? Uh, Aldorf is here. You guys came from Nuln, which is there. Fildorf, where many of you started, was there. Drosselheim is, oh, maybe here. Oh, and where are we headed to? You're in Aldorf, and Bogenhofen is in this area somewhere. Uh, toward, towards Marienburg? I thought it was... Bogenhofen. It's, oh, it's not that far. Yeah, Bogenhofen is not too far, uh, but it's uh, yeah up the river Bogen. Uh, but it's, yeah, Bogenhofen is and due west. And it's five days boat ride? Well, the boat travels slowly. Oh, okay. Uh, depends on the it, it depends on the uh, it depends on the wind honestly it can take it can take less it can take well probably wouldn't take more. Okay. So uh, yeah, I need you know a scribe or whatever to take my message and get it down. Uh, he says, well, at a, the courier's office there are scribes and many people can read it right there. Of course, I was under the impression that's where I was. This so, is not a courier's office, sir. I'm sorry. Uh, if you wish, if you wish to. Uh, if you wish to have a scribe take a note, um, they can uh, send it with a boat traveling south. If you wish to do it here on the docks, or you could go to a courier, which is uh, on the near the south gate. It's about a ten minutes walk. If you can send the message from here, that's fine. Do it. Would you like me to uh, send the message for you for perhaps a few shillings? Uh, yes. Oh, I might. Uh, Sounds I'd, great. I'd, I'd be happy to. Uh, uh, he uh, pulls out. Uh, some pen and paper and asks you to dictate a message. All right, he dictates a message. Okay. He uh, folds up. Very well, sir. Uh, I believe uh, a courier fee uh, to, a, to a larger town is uh, about five shillings. Uh, to a small town like that, you're probably looking at, uh, oh, triple that. So 15 shillings? Uh, just make sure it gets there, mate. Sure. All right, he gives him 15 shillings. All right. He says, uh, "All right, well, I'll uh, I'll see to this." He uh, puts it away in a in a folio and right, return, return, returns, to his, returns to his business. Okay, uh, didn't take too long. Get all your business done. Oh, I certainly hope so. What, what's so urgent that needed to be sent? Yeah, another night. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Well, uh, with with all haste, uh, you guys push off and uh, start uh, traveling down the the, uh, the uh, canal leading out of the out of the city. Tra- the water flows pretty slowly until it meets meets, uh, meets up with the uh, the river Bogan. At that point, there's sort of this. It's a wide, uh, easily navigable river. So it's how many people are on board? Do we have like, enough people to man the ship? Uh, oh, yeah. There's mm-hmm. three of us. For I guess Wade's character. Yeah, he's, he he made it on the boat somehow. Uh, and then the two of them, so those seven people. Uh, right. All right. Yeah, I help him uh, sail the boat. However, okay. However, I can. 
Uh, yeah. I have failed. Right. So, um... I wake up sometime that afternoon, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? All right, so, uh, <laughs> being, being a, uh... We're underway already, isn't it glorious? All right, so, uh... What happened to Altdorf? <laughs> uh, we, we had enough of Altdorf, I think. Yeah. <laughs> what... What happened on, on, last on, night? I, 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 um... On to new something about a bar, and... Well, you did try to throw a punch at me. Uh, I, I did? For, I won't be forgetting that. <laughs> really? <laughs> I can't imagine. Um, okay. Well, um... Alright, so as you guys travel down, um, anybody with sail, which I think is just you, can make a sailing test, and uh, um, they will do. People without sail can make an agility test, which will... Uh, we'll just stay below X. <laughs> I make it by four degrees of success. Okay, and uh, because this boat is being sailed a man down... Um, uh, I fail. It's, everyone has minus ten. Can I help just navigate? Help In that case, I make it only by three degrees of success. <laughs> okay. Does navigate help at all? Uh, does navigate help? I, I also have navigate. Super really you're, you're no. <laughs> I, I know exactly <laughs> how many feet of rope this is. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, no. Fail by uh, seven degrees. Okay, so you, you actually you don't, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you have to if you if you succeed on the agility test, then uh, you. You add a plus ten to the people sailing the boat. Okay. Okay. We need to go this way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, sailing sailing today is slow though. The winds aren't too great, and uh, you guys aren't doing the best with the rigs. Um, oh, although although Brutus is doing a fine job, unfortunately, the rest of the he, he's kind of showing you guys how it's done. Um, these these I'm guys, very, they're amateurs. Yeah, so exactly. I'm very interested in the boat. And how it works. Me too. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's a good thing that uh, Brutus is helping out of this boat. It'd be going really slowly. Um, It'd be going backwards, back <laughs> into all the horses. Well, you know, if the winds are absolutely terrible, even on a slow flowing river, it's possible that you couldn't make progress. But uh, but the winds are, like, okay. It's just Maybe in a dead calm. Yeah. Right. It has to be pretty bad. Um. So, you guys make some progress, and then the afternoon rolls by make a second test. Uh, Alexander does a little better. Zero five. Alexander is a little better this time. Do I stop minus ten, or the same? I said, are you sure you... Doesn't that say uh, no, a there? Four degrees of success. Well, okay. You Fail. guys... By one degree. I succeed. All right. I give you guys plus ten. All right. You can give one of them plus ten, though. Say it's... Uh, I give Brutus plus ten. All right. Then five degrees. Oh, if you give me plus ten, I succeed. Uh, you can't. No, you can't uh, give somebody. You can, you're you're helping them basically. Uh, They're telling you're, you're you what aiding, to do. You're aiding. Yeah, you. you're aiding basically. Um, you see, I am a swift learner. I can get the hang of this. Um, yeah. So you guys make better progress in the afternoon, but uh, but overall, it's not the fastest day. And um, in uh, evening time, uh, as, as the afternoon wears on. Um, you guys reach the town of Wissenbrook. Oh, sorry, Weissbrook. How do you spell that? Uh, Weiss is W-E-I-S-S, and then Brook is B-R-U-K. So it's actually all this one word. Are we docking up there? 
Uh, yeah, so there's a there's a dock there, and you guys pull in and. Um, 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 yeah. Now we can set up a Facebook page. <laughs> so there is. So there's there's a. Uh, it's it's a decent sized town actually. It it, it uh, there must be some trading with Altdorf. There's there's good. Uh, there's they they uh, actually take a toll from you guys as you come down the river, so they seem to be making some money that way. Um, and it's a, it's a bustling little town. Um, and as you as you guys arrive, you see a couple of inns uh, spaced by about oh maybe a thousand yards um, on the on the on the different ends of the docking on the docking day, area. I pull Brutus aside and I'm like, I say this guy is paying us for this, right? Uh, yeah, you guys never did discuss payment. He said he'd pay you, but you didn't ask how much. Uh, yeah, of course he is. He's, he, Alexander's a man of his word. Right, Don't right. you worry about it. So, uh, what's he paying us? Let me, uh, let me find out. Never you mind. Okay. No, I, I, I'm sorry, Brutus, but I really do mind quite very much. Then you should take it up with Alexander. I think I will. <laughs> I think you'll find Alexander since Brutus doesn't seem to be very helpful. Uh, he offers you uh, ten shillings a day plus twenty percent of the profits he makes on this cargo run. Is that total? Twenty percent is the total, and that would be split to the group. And then the ten percent or ten shillings a day so per, per person. Ten shillings per person per day. See, I told you he was plus, reasonable. Plus twenty percent of the profits he makes on the brandy when he sells it. And he has a few other goods, and he'll. I have made of the profits. Of that I have made many a rich. Many Do I have any idea whether that's like a pretty good wage? Do you have a value weight? <laughs> I have a value weight. I have, like... He's being a token. Well, Trixcon has nothing. Is that a good wage? ten shillings yeah, is nothing. I have, so it seems like a great wage. <laughs> I don't have any... I have Haggle. I guess that's not very useful. No, I don't have any way of knowing whether that's good. Then you have no common knowledge of the Empire. That would tell you something. Um, that's a pretty solid right, way, if you would guess. You don't know one. exactly for okay. as far as boats versus anything else. But yeah, no, there's nothing to be upset about there. Okay. Uh, uh, um, and you know from traveling with him earlier that that's just a pretty typical of what he what he pays. Yep. And it's considered a fair wage in uh, in your circles. It's not like excellent, but it's fine. Okay, so he pays you each ten shillings as you guys uh, are kind of coming up to the. Um, coming up to the docks. And, um, uh, yeah, so they, uh, they tie up, and, um, he, uh, he uh, makes arrangements with, uh, with some of the guards there, and, um, pays some docking fee, it looks like. You can't see exactly what he's doing, but something along those lines, and, uh, he says, uh, um, and uh, as you guys, as you guys um, kind of get off the ship and are, are looking around for the first time, uh, you see like, a figure off in the distance, kind of looking at you. Um, he's sitting atop a horse. Uh, Does he have a bow? Does he have a bow? He don't see a bow. Oh my god! Um, uh, so he's on a horse, and uh, yeah, he's just sort of up and it's kind of off to the outskirts of the town a little bit. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say the outskirts of the outskirts of your field of view, I guess. I wait. What I should say. Um, you can uh, make a perception test. I fail. Uh, the rest of you can 
And then by gossip is my best possible skill, and I failed. Ah, Um. Okay. So you you succeeded twice. Yeah. Okay. I succeeded once. Okay. Um. So with with uh with your success, you you hear that um that uh, he actually um. Let's see. You you hear that he spent some time in the inn that's on the north side of the port. Oh, um, interesting. The north side of the port. Like he, he he went through there. He's like, oh yeah, I, I saw someone like that. I thought I saw him leave that inn. Okay. Um, just kind of like he was passing through it or something like that. Um. And then you, with two successes, um, you hear that uh, he arrived in town about an hour ago. And that he's been talking to uh, various people down on the on the docks, like some of the workers, maybe. Um, and he's been making inquiries, not just with them, but with some other people in the town in the hour that he's been here. Inquiries do it about. You don't know what it's about because okay. they weren't. They but they, they saw him. He's okay. kind of a stranger to the town, okay. and he's coming around asking. He he's asking questions, and he's talking with laborers and different sorts of folk. He's kind of going around in different groups and been talking to well, them. Well, let's, let's go ask them. Okay. So we head over to the docks area mm-hmm. and start asking people there. Okay. Um, go ahead and make, uh, make another gospel. Fail. Fail. Uh, you want me to go? Can I make it? Or uh, I'm sure. Succeed. Uh, I succeed. I can't tell me what I want to know right now. <laughs> Only three degrees of failure. <laughs> Four degrees of success. Okay, uh, so you guys um, start asking around on the docks, and, and Brutus finds somebody that he actually talked to, and um, the guy the guy says, uh, "Yeah, uh, he's uh, I guess he's an out of towner. I think he said he was from Altdorf or something. Um, he was actually asking around to to." Uh, uh, he's trying to hire some help, it seems like. Uh, that's why he was asking around for, with the different laborers here. Uh, I think he might need something carried, or uh, he might... Uh, not really sure what he was looking for. I, I wasn't. I guess I wasn't who he was looking for. I actually pointed him off to uh, um, talk with some of the laborers who work in the downtown area. It's kind of back that way, about oh, half a mile. Um, there's, uh, you know... More different sorts of people, not just dock laborers up there. Hmm, interesting. Well, we continue to follow the trail. <laughs> All right, till everybody misses their gossip test eventually. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. Or go to the dock area. So we you know, we were at we were at the dock yeah. area. We go to the center of town. Mm-hmm. All right, and try asking around various there. people there. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the, the the night is kind of getting a little bit darker. There's like less people around, so you have minus ten on your gossip tests this time. I shall succeed on mine. I, I fail. Uh, let's see, how do I succeed? Can you minus 10? I fail by 68. <laughs> people, <laughs> people scoff at you when you ask them questions. I succeed by 2 degrees. I succeed by 1. Okay. I, succeed, I fail by 8 degrees. I rolled a 96. 8 degrees of... <laughs> okay, um... Okay, so... With, uh, with 2 degrees actually hear two different things. Uh, one is that he 
was asking for an inn to stay at, and um, that, what inn were did they recommend? And that uh, it seemed as though the inn he was interested in is uh, the one is not near the port. Okay. Um, it was like he headed off in another direction after that. You're not sure what that was about, but he didn't go to one of those two. Um, and then, in addition, he uh, you kind of hear something pretty similar that he was looking for some hired help, um, but you're not sure exactly what kind. Uh, asking around about. Do I know about the inn that finding some hired they help? told him? To... Um, they think it's probably the Trumpet Inn because there's only three inns in town. Okay. And, it's only, and, and two are on the dock, so they figure it must be the trumpet. Then. All right, I keep following the trail. <laughs> All right, we head over to the trumpet. Okay. Um, is he there? At the trumpet inn. So you guys, uh, as you guys approach the trumpet inn, um, do you guys want to, like, peek in the windows, or are you going to kind of march in the front door? What's your plan? Uh, my plan is to march in the front door. Uh, I'd say, hold on there. Let's, uh, let's check it out through the window and see if he's in there. Okay. And if and he is in there... Then we'll reevaluate. Then we'll march in the front door. I mean, what else can we do? All right, fine. But we don't. I suppose we could put somebody at the back door in case he tries to run away again. I like your plan. All right, we look, in the, we look through the window. We'll put that in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Um, okay, you peep in the window. Make a concealment. What's it? Is it concealment? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad to do that. I'm sorry. Uh, not here. 98. Does that succeed? Uh, you actually put your face up to the window and start making the window faces. <laughs> okay. Um, he is... Um, he's, you, you, you see him. He's, he's sitting at a back table. Um, there are two men that he's talking to around, across the table. And... Um, Hey guys, he's in here. And uh, but he looks up and, and seems to have spotted you as you're looking in the window. All right, how does he react when he sees me? Uh, he he immediately stands up and starts uh, and starts to say his, his conversation with the, with the two with the two gentlemen have definitely has definitely changed. Uh, he, okay. he doesn't make any sudden moves. Trax just goes running in the front door. Oh, okay. Um, I keep looking through the window. <laughs> I will move to the front door. And stand in the doorway. Okay. Uh, he he heads out. There is a back door, which is actually pretty close to the table that he's at in the back. And he heads out the back door. I start running. The two men door. he was talking to stay. Triax points to Manny and uh, I rush the back door. Makes that sign and just runs. I also start running full for speed the back door. to the back entrance that the guy went through. Okay. Uh, fortunately, the this the distance he's you don't see him. He's like he's gone. You could start tra- trying to track him, but you don't see him. All right, he goes up to the two guys he was talking to. They, they look, they look you over and uh, say, "What do you want?" Um, hey, mate. So, uh, what was that guy talking about? Says, uh, "Just had some business, you know." Um, kind of business. Says, "Who are you?" That's not important, mate. That What's man's been following us for more than one day. We're kind of curious to what he wanted from us. He's been following you, huh? You sure you got the right man? What makes you say that? He says, look, what's, tell me who you guys are. What, what, what are your names? Um, I say, my name is Nigel Lancaster. I'm from Marienburg originally. And I'm just trying to figure out why that guy is following us. I see. Well, I, I, I can't help you with that. I don't know. 
I, my name is Catherine. I pull out, I pull out a shilling, and I say, and I put it down. So, I, put out, I pull out a shilling, and I put it on the table, and I say, perhaps this will help you remember. Uh, it says, uh, my memory's uh, foggy. Uh, I think the, the color of your coin is going to need a change. I kind of look around at you guys. Uh, oh, if you guys aren't interested, very well. I pick up the shilling and I head out the front door. <laughs> Apparently, I'm the only one who cares. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty broke, so sorry. Even more money than me. Poor. Uh, I'm sure we'll find out more about him later. He sent Zed to the back door. He should have stopped him. <laughs> he let, he well, let him through. We'll blame him next week. Can I try to track him down? Uh, sure, you can. Do you have a, is there a tracking uh, I have basic skill? Yeah, it's navigate. Navigate? Navigate is not. Tracking is a skill, isn't it? I don't, it's not a basic skill. Uh, then you'll need the skill to have to try it. I have... Outdoor survival. <laughs> it's outdoor survival. Does that count? Uh, I don't know. No, it's an advanced skill. Yeah, uh, track. You can't do it if you don't have. Does anyone here have track? No, Probably no. I don't think that even has it. Uh, I do. I have shadowing. That's not track. Similar, but you kind of. That's uh, kind of like them. about something. That's what those two guys are failing. Those two guys are failing, but failing that. miserably. Yeah. I just head back to the boat. Yeah. All right. All um, right. You want to take a deal on your way or anything? No. I'll just I'm kind of in a hop. I'll just have rations tonight. Triax tells those two guys, he's like, listen, you see that guy, and you tell him to come find me, and we'll talk this out like real gentle. He says, very well. I'll, I'll let him know you said that. I'd give you a shilling, but I'm broken. Make a charm test. Yep. Failed by five degrees. <laughs> he just gets to a wry grin. Alright, Trix goes back to the boat. Alright. Um, I also go back to the boat. Okay. Why not you decay watch out for that guy? He's not gonna do anything. Why He's gonna try to sink the boat. Okay, I don't know that. But <laughs> if Oi was him. And I was a shiter. I'd probably want to sink the boat. He's not a shiter. Why does he run away every single time we say him? Maybe he's really shy. Tur. It seems more likely that um, he's trying to protect us. But I wish he'd come talk to us. That's a lousy way to protect someone. Why would he protect us? Protect us from what? From those other people. I'm pretty sure it was him that was trying to fight The two us people he killed that were following us. And if he protecting us, why doesn't he just tell us? I'm sure he has his reasons. Mm, I'm sure you're full of shy. All right. Okay. Well, apparently you don't care enough to find out. So why don't you go to bed? Uh, that's way too early. I'm gonna have some vodka. They don't have to like that here, do they? Uh, uh, Alexander, has a, Alexander has a small bottle that he 
carries around. Quick. You know what? That stuff wasn't too bad. I think I'll have another. Alright. He doesn't, he, he doesn't, uh, dispense the stuff quite so freely as he did, uh, back at the bar, but he gives you each a small glass. Okay. I asked Alexander if he's ever encountered anything like this before. Encountered anything like what? Exactly. Like a guy following him from port to port? Uh, no, he can't. He, 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 he seems, he seems surprised that anyone's following him now. Uh, says no, it's not really. Um, so Alexander goes off and, and uh, acquires some food, and uh, he's going to eat at one of the local taverns along the port. I'll join him. Uh, I'm staying in the boat. I'm going to retire. I'll probably trade my one. I'll pay for his dinner, since he paid for mine last time. Okay. He says, Ah, oh, Brutus, I see you to pay for a dinner when not. Dinner's cheap, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a less expensive. Well, you know, you know me, Alexander. Ha ha ha. He says, That's well. That's all right. The company makes up, yes? And, uh, I, I certainly hope so. All right. He, uh, How much is it for the two of us? Um, it's pretty inexpensive. It's just uh, three pennies per meal, so six pennies. Okay. Okay. And then uh, after a... While he's off the boat, like, I'm going to take the opportunity to examine the cargo hold. Uh, sure. It's uh, kind of as you would think. There's a big cargo hold, a bunch of crates... Um, What's her name is still there though. Um, actually, she's gone off the boat as well. And, uh, all right. Well, I'm just gonna, she joins you for for dinner. I'm going to go through it. Um, you know. All right. I'll buy it all. See what he's carrying. Probably. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much what you'd expect. Nothing uh, out of the ordinary. Brandy for the most part, but about twenty uh, percent of other sort of miscellaneous items that he seems to have picked up. Some bolts of cloth and just sort of general trade goods are on the. On the boat as well, but about eighty percent of the cargo is brandy. Okay. Just want to make sure he doesn't have anything. Illicit. Yeah. Illicit. Uh, or particularly valuable. Right. Chaotic. <laughs> you never know. Okay. So uh, yeah. So after a sumptuous meal, uh, the three of you return to the boat. Um, Trax, where are you off to? Um, he'll just go to the boat. Okay. Um, night falls, and, uh, you guys go to sleep. Um, the, uh... Do you think we need a watch, Alexander? He says, what, because the man was looking at us? I mean, if you want to, it's fine, but I, I, I will sleep. I thought we fixed you there without... Uh, I'll take a watch. You gonna take? You want to take a watch, Manny? Uh, no. Too busy treating myself. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take a watch between. Okay. okay, so you'll you'll watch until it gets kind of late, and then head for bed. Yeah. Okay. Um, it gets kind of late. And I have. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll share one with you tomorrow. No, okay. Uh, around midnight, um, you guys are all awakened by the. Uh, Strong smell of something burning. And with that, we are going to wrap this up. God damn it, I knew I should have taken I it. told you he was going to try to sink the boat. You should have taken a watch then. Yeah, why don't you take a watch with me? I was tired. <laughs> you were tired.